Hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. What's up, bigots? How's it going, guys? Guys and gals, we have a great show for you today. Oh, boy, do we have a great show for you today. We have a great show for you today. Ooh, we have a great show for you today. We got a great show. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. What's up, Ryan? Monica, Polygon, T.A. Bear, Jordan Thorpe, Diamond Tuesday, Dr. Gregor's Treadmill Technician, Vegan Exterminator. How's it going, everybody? It was supposed to be the stream last night. I decided to reschedule it. I rescheduled it at my own, at my own convenience. I took the liberty of rescheduling it. I apologize for the letdown. I know you guys were looking forward to it last night. But it's better you get it today anyways. I was all out of juice last night. I was all out of words by the time, by the time I got home yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Dr. Gre- Dr. Greta, Dr. Gregor. Oh, we got them all in the chat today. We got them all in the chat today. All right, let's uh, we can start out light. We can start out light because it's gonna get. It's gonna. We're going deep today. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be funny, like usual. But we are talking about some serious stuff too. We're talking about some serious stuff too. So last stream we talked about the funding mechanisms for these vegans. We talked about. The admitted multi-million dollar funding efforts by an anonymous donor that's been sponsoring guys like Joey Carbstrong, Paul Bashir, Anonymous for the Voiceless, all these other groups that we've been talking about this for so long. We've been talking about this for so freaking long. How these groups, these fake grassroots groups are so well funded and they all have this consistent message, consistent aesthetic and you can tell with the way that the message is going, with the way that the message is transforming, you can tell that a lot of this funding is coming from uh, a lot of these professional activist organizations, right? These intersectional organizations. And what do you know? We had confirmation this week from the vegans themselves who are jealous of each other over the big daddy funding that they're getting from donors, millionaire donors who are spreading millions of dollars around for these vegans to spread their message against our way of life, against small family farms, against our ability to feed ourselves, to spread their message of animal liberation. Liberation. Right? These people that have the goofiest street activism. And you wonder how these people just have, you know, two to three camera angles for Joey Carstrong out in the streets as he goes and does his Steven Crowder impersonation, right? He sits out there with his table. Dairy is ripe. Dairy is meta. Prove me wrong. Dairy is meta. Prove me wrong. Right? So where's all this money coming from? Well, it's been confirmed. All these groups are being funded with big, 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 big money. Like the big man, the big daddy. The big daddy money. So it's been... It's been quite the ride, but finally we've, uh, we see some of these vegans admitting what's going on, admitting that 
that they're drawing in tons of cash for the animals. And these activists are living very lavish lifestyles for the animals, of course. For the animals. So that was a great episode. We've got more of that to come. Tommy Kelly's going to come back on. Remember, Tommy Kelly and I were talking about Joey Carbstrong, the funding for these guys. What are they doing with all this money? All this money that they're pulling in via Patreon, all these little individual GoFundMe campaigns get brought up. uh, uh, They spring up as soon as these guys go on tour every time. So everything they do is being paid for. People have to pay for their food when they go visit them. They're giving themselves salaries. There's a lot of money going to these groups. So it's been nice being vindicated on that one. Although nobody here is surprised, right? Nobody here is surprised. So um, we do have, let's see, Joey Carbstrong put up. Joey, who's kind of uh, not getting as much flack from these vegans as the, the anonymous, the AV movement. And of course, the, the vegans within their little movement, they can't really... It doesn't seem like they're able to engage with the actual real questions about this. They seem completely incapable, these vegans, of engaging with your actual arguments, right? Of engaging with the actual points that you make about their incoherent, inane worldview. But they're also unable to, uh, to see when they're shooting themselves in the foot. So here we got uh, Joey Carstrong has given us his... He's so kindly... Given us his perspective on all this big money coming in. We're not going to read this letter today. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this stuff a bit later on. Let me just pull this up so you guys can see it. What have we been saying this whole time? There's a lot of money. There's a heck of a lot of money going into these groups. Heck of a lot of dollars going into these groups. Like Anonymous for the Voiceless. The budget agreed by to by the donor was 1.5 million U.S. dollars. So that's for tw- that's for 2020. 1.5 million dollars U.S. to be paid in blocks of 100 thousand dollars every three weeks. Paul Bashir and his chick were getting 100 thousand dollars every three weeks. Every three weeks, 100 thousand dollars to run their little organization, which consists of. A bunch of dorks standing in a circle, or I'm sorry, standing in a cube. Excuse me, it's the cube of truth. Wearing Guy Fawkes masks. Most people have no idea what the Guy Fawkes mask really is. It's, it seems like the... Uh-oh. We got, we got a visitor here. Let's see if you guys can see. Uh, uh, no, I won't be able to. Alright. A cow outside the window. She shouldn't be there. Someone should chase her off. <clears throat> All right, so the cube of truth. Let me just—I got to get a visual for you. Let's get a visual on um, anonymous for the voiceless. Anonymous for the voiceless who are crumbling, crumbling under the jealous pressure of Joey Carbstrong. Right? These people. Now it's out there in the open how much money is floating around for these vegans too. So get ready to see all these dork vegans on YouTube, kind of not. Not overtly, but they're kind of trying to be slick about it. They're all going to start altering their behavior. Guaranteed. They're all going to start altering their behavior and dropping little hints that they could use some of this funding too. You know what I'm saying? They, they see how you get the funding. They see how much money there is out there. 
You're going to see them start posturing and stuff. They're going to try to get a piece of this pie. A lot of these vegans you see on YouTube, which, uh, which we're already seeing, but we're not even getting into that today. We're not even getting into that today. So you got the cubes of truth, dorks from Anonymous for the Voiceless. This is their activism. They have some kids standing around with these masks on, showing a laptop with slaughterhouse footage. And these people, are they need 100000 bucks a month to do this stuff. All the while, where are the, uh, the, the big small family farm dollars coming from? Right? Who's out there advocating for our rights to be able to grow our own food on our own land? Where's the money for that? Why, shouldn't these billionaire philanthropists be out there helping people to improve the quality of their pasture, to improve the quality of their land, improve the local use of resources, right? Teaching people how to use animal inputs to improve the soil, to sequester carbon into the soil, to grow more plants so that you can handle more animal life, so that you can feed people locally, right? Where's the money for that? There is no money for that, right? The, the money is not in that. The money is from big donors. The big donors. The money is from these big donors. And it's funny because these vegans are always saying, oh, look at like guys like Tommy Kelly. He just left veganism for the money. He left veganism for the money. As if there's so much money in just not being vegan, right? The huge ex-vegan lobby is, is paying these vegans to... Uh, to say they no longer feel good, to say they felt like shit on a vegan diet, they're, they're paying them just a lot, right? Just a lot. So, yeah, anonymous for the voiceless. They've been outed. With this new activist economy that we see, this is all part of this systemic change that we see coming, that we've been saying is coming for years now. The systemic change that out in the open, the World Economic Forum has been informing us about for years. This change of moving towards the, what they call the fourth industrial revolution grid, the smart city grid. Fourth industrial revolution. Autonomous vehicles, total tracking and tracing of all resources. Of all resources, human resources, livestock, treating humans like livestock. And guess who's bankrolling this? The same people who are investing in things like lab-grown meat, who are investing in these professional activist networks. Same people who are investing in ventures like Beyond Meat, these pharmaceutical companies. The same people who hold shares in Monsanto. <laughs> the same people who stand to make tons of money off of the rollout of this medical dictatorship that includes control over food. Right? So philanthropy... With this systemic change, philanthropy is going to play a big part in this, what the World Economic Forum calls the Great Reset. Philanthropy. So the big money philanthropists, if you become rich enough, you get to change your Wikipedia to say that you're a philanthropist. So guys like Mark Zuckerberg, he's a philanthropist. right? Saudi royals, those are philanthropists. Saudi royals who bankroll vegan activist networks. And channels, and channels like plant-based news, while also investing in, through KVW Ventures, all sorts of Silicon Valley big tech stuff, fourth industrial revolution technology, and lab-grown meat, including Memphis Meats. So Prince Khalid, who owns plant-based news, shows what this new systemic change is all about. All right, so the systemic change 
It's all about philanthropy. And the World Economic Forum wrote an article all about systemic change using philanthropy, systemic approaches to investing in nonprofits, systemic approaches for nonprofits to invest in activist networks. So we don't have to get bogged down in all the details of this, but you see how it works when you read articles like the World Economic Forum's article right here. Are you ready for what systemic change means? And of course, what is their picture? The photo is this white chick with blonde dreads getting dragged off by police officers. Three police officers dragging off this hippie-looking girl. <laughs> great, great symbolism there. All right, let's come over here to the chat. What's up, guys? Tommy Kelly's up in the chat now. Tommy Kelly's going to come on soon. We're going to talk more about the vegan movement, this plant-based big guys. money. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. There we go. There we go. If you want to be the big man. So we do get some support. Rojogan donated 15 bucks via the Streamlabs. That's the best way to support this stream. Super Chats and Streamlabs. That's the best way to support. All right, so these dorks at AV pulling $1.5 million. Nobody here is surprised, but we know how it works. These activist networks are funded through NGOs through private investors, through investment banks. And guess what? The salary costs were $946,000. The salary costs were almost a million dollars that the two-person run organization, Anonymous for the Voiceless, was asking for. Skateboarding teens in Hawaii. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much. We got a super chat. MP Carnivore donates nine ninety nine through super chat. Says Vato si quiere, si quiere ser el gran hombre, el gran papi. Thanks for all the laughs, man. Right on, MP Carnivore. Si tú quieres ser el gran hombre, el papi, el gran macho, hay que ser vegano. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that, because we need your support. If you guys want these streams, you guys got to support. And the super chats and the uh, and the streamlabs are the best way to support. All right, we don't we don't get the millions of dollars. We don't get nine hundred forty six thousand dollars for activism, for activism like dudes like Paul Bashir, Joey Carbstrong, Earthling Ed, and these other professional activists are getting. And these people are coming under the microscope, and the microscope of these vegans on YouTube. It's starting to focus on these guys, but it's going to be interesting to see how they shift the narrative. I bet you're going to see a lot of these these vegans again start start kind of kind of correcting their behavior to try to fit themselves into a situation where they think such donors like the donor that's bankrolling all these dorks, the donor might want to give to them. So we're going to explore that a little bit later, but I just I had to hit on that. Joey Carbstrong has put up a statement about. The financials, right? They wanted $150,000 to develop an app. An app. One app. $150,000 for the anonymous or the voiceless app. What is this app? <laughs> this app's going to be like you, you swipe up and it shows uh, the documentary Earthlings. Swipe up to watch Dominion app. What the hell do you need 150000 bucks for to make an app? <laughs> this is how much money is floating around for these dorks. 
So, let me drop this back. All right, so we got, we're talking about more fun stuff than just that, though. We all know, we all know. We've been through this. We talked about this last stream, but we're going to revisit this. It gets better and better. It just keeps getting better and better. Today, we're talking about some other big money, big money vegans at DXE. DXE. We're talking about throwing poop, showing boobs, and saving the animals. Throwing poopies, showing boobies, and saving the animals. That's what we're doing here today. Where did my... Here you go. Is this it? Here it is. All right. So DXE. We've talked about this group before. Let me pull this open here. DXE. Direct Action. Everywhere. They've got the X in there, right? Like Extinction Rebellion. And they've got the, the X. What's with the X these days? Everything with X. Space X. Xbox. Extinction Rebellion. DXE. They got the, uh, the hip activist name there. Let's learn a little bit about DXE from Democracy Now!, which is one of these, again, one of these organizations that's on the list of one of these big donors, Democracy Now!, Democracy Now!, one of the biggest donors to professional activist networks in the world. One of these biggest donors that nobody's supposed to talk about in the media. You can't say his name. But that money for Democracy Now!, a big chunk of it is coming from that big donor. Right, so just like these grassroots media organizations keep popping up, you're going to see more of this with the vegan movement. Unfortunately, these vegans are getting emboldened. There's more money. There's more money coming in for them. There's more energy coming in for them. So they're going to start coming for these small family farms again. Once the lockdowns and restrictions, if they ever do, subside a bit. These people are, they're frothing. They're ready. They're well-funded. This is Democracy Now! I'm Amy Goodman with Nermi Sheikh. We end today's show in Northern California, where nearly 100 animal rights activists are free today after being arrested for carrying out a rescue mission and protest at Reichhardt Duck Farm in Petaluma, which they accuse of animal torture. More than 600 activists with direct action everywhere stormed the slaughterhouse Monday, fanning out in teams to chain themselves together at the entrance, freeing dozens of ducks, and in some cases, locking themselves by the neck to the slaughter line. Freeing ducks. They're freeing the ducks, right? So they're freeing these ducks. And where are these ducks going to go? What do you mean freeing the ducks? If I, if I come to your house, if I come over to your house or your business, and I start freeing it, of the inventory, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> what happens to me if I start freeing your, your business of its inventory? You're freeing the ducks. See how they, they frame this? Remember, you had the Guardian that was paid a hefty sum of money. The Guardian, who they even have a special page talking about how they work with philanthropic partners like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in order to bring philanthropy, to philanthropize the world. <laughs> So these media organizations, they get chunks of money to run specific campaigns. And we looked at the Guardian's campaign that they were paid for about animal welfare and animal rights. Okay, so one can assume that, one can extrapolate that. The Guardian is not the only organization that's being paid hefty amounts of money to run long-term social engineering campaigns on certain topics in their editorials. So... 
democracy now also running this. Oh, they're liberating them. These are brave activists liberating the ducks. Right? They're going to go liberate um, some, some dogs from your house. They're going to go liberate your backyard chickens next. Shit, maybe they can liberate your children and help them to be re-educated into the ways of veganism. Now they should go start liberating rural children in Texas. See what happens. Oh, dude, dude! The fact this shot—you got like. Here, let's make sure we got enough bandwidth here. <laughs> Quintessential soyed out millennial. Now he's a zoomer. He's younger. He's a zoomer. He's like 20. Gape mouth, open mouth breathing. Look, he's gape mouth at the awning. He's staring at like, oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> Stop it! We have to stop the death machine. These people, look, these people are just working. They have a shitty ass job, shitty job, right? These activists—they're going to come liberate these people from having to have this shitty job that at least pays them. Right? But I guess they should be working for uh, these activist networks and the donor instead. And we can liberate you from your jobs feeding people, and we can give you jobs. The donor will help you get jobs, busting into people's property and shutting them down. There we go. In the slaughterhouse, the activists began using U-locks on their own necks, locking themselves to the metal duct slaughtering production line. In a shocking move, an employee of the slaughterhouse then turned on the belt, threatening the lives of the activists and nearly asphyxiating one man who was dragged by his neck and wedged against a metal pole. So, okay, so you're going to blame... <laughs> you're going to blame... These people are putting padlocks... If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Gesticular tactics since two bucks says boobs out for cow. I'm still dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> what the heck is Harambe? What is Harambe? Boobs out for cow, I'm still dicks out for Harambe. I don't know what that means, man. You can't, you need, you need some boomer humor for this one, I guess. I don't know what Harambe is. Is Harambe, isn't that like, isn't those, isn't those gummy bears? With the gold packaging, is that Harambe? You can hear these poor these poor victims who locked their necks in a U lock. They were up bike locks and locked themselves to a moving machine. There's those poor victims. <laughs> Panicked organizers frantically working to unlock him in this next video. A warning to our viewers: this footage is disturbing. A warning to our viewers, this footage is satisfying and hilarious. As you can see, in their natural environment, the professional activist network knows how to work together to systematically, ritualistically, Suicide themselves. <laughs> when, when deprived of proper nutrition, it becomes much easier to convince these Zoomers and Millennials to bring padlocks and lock their fucking neck in a moving machine. If the Royal Society could simply continue to promote such activities 
we could perhaps bring the planet's population of human beings down to as close to zero as possible, allowing Mother Earth to breathe again. This is Tristan Attenborough reporting to you from the front lines of how to be a good global citizen. As you can hear, the castrated males have a shrill voice that can be noticed from miles away. Females recognize this voice as potential money from these so-called simps. difficult to tell if they are truly in danger because these effeminate young soy boys are always screaming rape. When rape or murder do happen to occur, these vegans are so confused I'm about how to label it. Difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Hench Herbivore. Hench Herbivore in his natural environment proving the bigness and the strongness. Thank you, Hench. Appreciate that. And that's the best way to super chat is through the uh, is through the streamlabs. That's the way to go. All right, so we got a super chat here through the streamlabs. Thank you very much, you guys. You guys are the reasons you still get these streams. The real Cooter Brown over here, keeping these streams going. Real Cooter Brown donates seven bucks. Says that video of the activists locking themselves to that machine is a case study in when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, and keeping it real dysgenic. As you can see, the castrated male doesn't really know how to help this man out of the bite lock. So instead, he screams irrationally and yells. He learned this behavior likely from his mother, who, raising him alone, while taking a steady diet of prescription pharmaceutical psychotropic drugs, taught him that the only way you can get attention in the world is by complaining whining and crying and pretending to be a victim characteristically unprepared for a serious situation where you may have to actually help an individual, human being, or an animal, this young castrato frantically screams like an effeminate donkey. He has two keys in his hand and spends 30 seconds deciding which key to try to release his friend here who's about to have his head ripped off by a machine that he locked himself to for the animals. The activist Thomas Chang was taken away by ambulance and treated for nerve. <laughs> um, the idiot Thomas Chang was brought to a hospital where nurses told him that he is an idiot for doing what he did. Let's see, the democracy now, very nice, the DXE. You've also got an article. Where's that big one? You got a big article from, uh, you got several articles. Wired Magazine, you got Vice. Wired Magazine, direct action everywhere. 
with a picture of Wayne Shung, not to be confused with Shang Sung. Wayne Shung. Meet the activist risking prison. The film VR and Factory Farms. This animal liberation group actually wants to be put on trial. Their goal, force jurors to wear VR headsets and immerse them in the suffering of animals bound for slaughter. Okay, so this is run by a lawyer. This group is run by a lawyer. His name is Wayne. And we're going to learn about Wayne. We're going to learn a little bit about Wayne. DXE and the Wang Shung cult. We're going to learn a little bit about Wayne. We got 200 bigots in the chat. What's up, everybody? What's up, guys? If you guys want your questions or comments read on air, or if you just want to support the stream, we need your support here on this channel. We get no support from YouTube. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Hit them thumbs up. We got 200 people watching, but not 200 people hitting them thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up. Share the videos. And even better, use the Streamlabs link in the description to support and get your questions or comments read and possibly answered. So let's learn a little bit about Wayne Shung. Wayne Shung, we talked about him before. He's running for mayor of Berkeley. The quintessential Berkeleyite activist, professional activist, Wayne Shung. We'll learn a little bit more about him. And if you haven't heard of him, I think you're in for a treat. So I'm sitting here with Lisa, Lisa getting ready to release an open rescue to the world. And we're having a good time. And I get a letter from Jane Doe Farms, a whole food supplier, saying that I am an eco-terrorist. And I'm thinking to myself, did these people get one of those dictionaries that gives you kind of the opposite of what a word means instead of what the word means? Because last I recall, terrorism means bringing terror to others. And what they're accusing me of is taking a sick, tortured turkey to the vet. <laughs> no, you're terrorizing farms and farmers, breaking into their homes and stealing their property. Um, for those of you who aren't really familiar with the legal world, this is a high powered lawyer, Wayne Shung here. Wayne Shung, Wayne Shung, he is using what is classically called the I know you are, but what am I? Pee Wee Herman defense. <laughs> Wouldn't they have a dictionary that gave the opposite? Is it like opposite there or something? <laughs> what they're accusing me of is taking a sick, tortured turkey to the vet. I don't think that's terrorism. Help! 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 Okay, so DXE, they do the mock human sacrifice rituals because where would you be in vegan activism if you didn't, if you weren't doing weird, creepy, fucking occult rituals and mock human sacrifices? What is activism without some creepy ass cult shit? <laughs> we need some human die-ins. We need some human die-ins, and uh, DXE's here to bring it to you, All right? They got fake blood, fake knives, real boobies. <laughs> they got titties. They got poo-poo flinging. Uh, poo-poo fling. <clears throat> Poopy flinging. Booby slinging. Activists. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you, you got to go full PETA. You got to go full PETA. With the human sacrifice ritual, if you want to be truly a, uh, a vegan animal rights activist. So, 
again, the cult of uh, Wayne Shung. This is a video from an ex-member of his group, Leafy Greens. So Leafy Greens, it seems like she's left the, uh, the movement here. I've had this queued up and meant to watch this for a long time. We finally get to watch it. So we're going to learn from Leafy Greens all about Wayne Shung's little cult here. She has a great, she has really good taste in footage. She uses the footage we just were watching. Good job. Leafy Greens. And we're here because Costco, not only are they suing us, but the reason that they're suing us is because they don't want us to expose some of the things that DXC investigators found inside of Costco suppliers. Okay, so what you just saw there, those girls with what looked like mutilated nipples, that is a way of empowering yourself and the animals by walking around with mock mutilated nipples in a group of young women acting like beaten and mutilated slaves because this is how you support the animals. You do <laughs> human um, ritual sacrifice, mock human sacrifice rituals and humiliation rituals, I guess. That's supposed to help. Look at the age, the average age of these activists. And this girl looks about 17 to 20. But the rest look, very few of them look over the age of 25. All right, Primarily ch children. These are child activists. In memory of a life lost. <laughs> That's the best clip. Here we go. They got, they got a chicken. They got a whole chicken wrapped up in plastic. It's already dead. They're at the, the grocery store and they have a funeral for it. Of a life lost. Everyone <laughs> there they are, giving a proper burial to one to a lovely petunia. There, little petunia, the chicken. In my home country, they do serve dog meat. And they said they do not. In your home country? Were you not born in the U.S., dude? You don't sound like you're, like, fresh off the boat out of China. I was like, I my home country. <laughs> Is he a Chinese national? I'm not sure. Actually, I didn't realize that. I assumed he was born and raised in the Bay Area because he speaks just like a typical Berkeley intellectual soy boy, right? Oh. Maybe he's a Chinese national. Because there are ethical issues relating to serving dog meat. And so we're issuing a challenge here today. Their bodies are beaten. Their flesh is torn. He's in, he's in a restaurant that doesn't even serve dog meat. And the dog meat challenge is go ask for dog meat and then record the response and the hypocrisy of asking for dog meat at a place that doesn't serve dog meat and then yelling at people because some places do serve dog meat. <laughs> it's activism for the animals again. Again, hissy fits for the animals. This is the best way 
to be a good global citizen and activist, right? Look, if you don't have the balls to throw a hissy fit and go and burn down police cars and burn down your city, you can throw a hissy fit inside a McDonald's because people refuse to buy Beyond Burgers and donate to Joey Carbstrong. My first thought is, this is hilarious. <laughs> My second thought is, if we're able to get to the point as a movement where the corporations that are torturing animals are concerned about people harming turkeys, then man, we've made a lot of progress. Terrorism is not bringing an injured animal to the vet. Terrorism is, well, bringing terror to the animals. Oh, look at the terror of these animals. <laughs> these are just a bunch of geese hanging out. I see a shitload of geese just hanging out in a concrete paddock. How is this torturous? How is this torturing animals? That is what you are doing. That is what Whole Foods is doing. And so the only terrorists in this room, as far as I'm concerned, are you and the others who are torturing animals for profit. Yeah. Everyone's terror. Everyone else is a terrorist except him. Everyone else is a terrorist except him. You see this a lot in cults. You know, you know that Jim Jones, Jim Jones is one of, this is one of the, one, one of the most fascinating cult experiments of the 20th century. Jim Jones, Jonestown, Jonestown Massacre. Jim Jones used to tell his cult that everybody in the world, everyone else was homosexual and he was the only straight man in the world. He was the, everyone else was a homosexual. He was the only straight man in the world, right? This, this like this level of twist of reality and all this at the same time while he was sodomizing the men in his cult. Everyone else, real good friends is base, Jim Jones. Jim Jones said, everyone else is gay except me, but I also will sodomize all you dudes if you need. That's, that's what he was doing, right? So it's like, okay, all right. That's a, insert Frank Tafano joke here. Animal rights activists say Whole Foods has filed a restraining order to ban them from all of its California locations. So this lawyer, he, he organizes these groups of teens to come with him and become legal human shields. That they can try to get into situations where they can then test the cases. And so he uses them as cannon fodder, basically. Let me jump forward here. She is... Uh, we're going to jump forward to hear what this former member of the DXE organization, this former member of Wayne's Colts, got to say. Hi, I'm Leafy Greens. If you have never seen me before, hello. I'm a YouTube person who makes YouTube videos. I'm also a mom, a writer, a survivor, blah, blah, blah. This is my YouTube channel. Welcome. I was groomed as a teenager by Wayne Shung, the founder and leader. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Hench Herbivore. Well, thank you, Hench Herbivore. Thank you so much. Carnivore Alliance sends 10 pounds. 10 pounds says the X means transnational. Planet X transvestitas from Transylvania, a.k.a. Anubis, the dog star, death star. 
Transnational cryptocurrencies are using the X. <laughs> this is kind of was a funny uh, super chat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you mean like if that was supposed to be a. Uh, I don't know. Kind of that kind of sounds like some some satire there. Sounds like a little satire. I guess. Thank Thank you for the super chat. Carnivore Alliance, part of the the Carnivore Alliance, forming the Alliance of of Carnivores. I guess the Carnivore Alliance is is part of the funding mechanism over here for Big Small Family Farm. (laughs) Appreciate it. Super chat's 100% serious, he says. All right. All right, dude. Thanks for the super chat, man. Of direct action everywhere, otherwise known as DXE. And this is the story of our friendship. <laughs> All right, so it's it's sad to see people get roped into these groups, right? I'm, I wonder if she's still into the vegan activism. I'm not sure if she's still into all the uh, the vegan activist stuff, but it, it mean kind of a typical typical program for the veganism thing, right? Start out as a young, impressionable teenager, no direction, have no idea where they're going, very little meaning. And then they latch onto these groups. And of course, within these groups, there are all sorts of predators that are just ready to, just ready to bring you into their fold, bring you into their harem or their, uh, oh, their little cult. And you got a lot of groups like that. You got a lot of these, a lot of, a lot of creepers out there who realize that these groups of young and impressionable, a lot of the times women who are lost and distraught about the world, they find people like this and they prey on them. Now, this is the classic cult thing. Jim Jones, the People's Temple, when they started in Ukiah and then they ended up going over to San Francisco, Jim Jones, they were pulling people out of the penal system. They were, they were getting ex-fel, uh, ex-felons, ex-cons, people from mental institutions, foster homes. They, were, they had all sorts of pools that they were drawing vulnerable people from into their cult. And so now, I mean, we're, we're almost, but Jonestown happened and ended in 78, right? 77 or 78. I mean, we're, we're a long time out from it. We're almost 40 years. 40 years out from Jonestown. More than 40 years, 42 years. So the, the techniques are even more advanced. And the knowledge is all out there on how to start these cults. Of course, drugs are always a major part of them. Not always. Though, because diet can do the same things that the drugs can do. Breaking down the psyche, breaking down the the defenses, making somebody in a hyper-emotional, hyper-suggestible state. Because that state of hyper-suggestibility that a person gets in during a traumatic event, after a traumatic event, or when they're starving, or when they're high as fuck, that state you can imprint in the consciousness very powerfully when people are in that state or when animals are in that state. So it's sad to see all these little girls get preyed on. Now, I don't know the nature of the, you know, the grooming and stuff that this group was doing, but just the very fact that they have these girls out there doing mock self-sacrifice, mock suicide dying rituals where they cover themselves in blood, butt naked, and fake mutilate their tits. 
Okay, so they're willing to do this in public. These girls are doing these ritualistic actions in public for the animals, of course, for the animals. Who's giving them these ideas? Who's implanting these ideas in their head? This is sick. Need organizer of direct action everywhere, otherwise known as DXE. And this is the story of our friendship. This is the story of how my childhood friend became a cult leader. It's the story of how, unfortunately, most predators don't get better. They go on to reoffend in bigger and more insidious ways. Ways that can have a far-reaching impact. Ways that can draw in more than 300,000 followers on Facebook. Wayne, I know that at some point this video will find you, and when it does, Fuck you, dude. You're a creep. And in this video, I'm going to provide the evidence I have to support that fact. This goes back to 2007 when Wayne and I first met. It was 13 years ago and I was 16 years old. Wayne at the time would have been 26. Now I'm 29 almost and I'm a mother and I'm a fucking badass and I've taken back so much of my power throughout the years but there are a few people a few stories that kind of linger stories that never got tied up for me and stories that I wasn't really even able to tell because of shame stories about my own family what my parents did to me and stories about what people like Wayne, who capitalized on the fact that I was so vulnerable as a result of the abuse that I was facing from my parents at home and preyed on my vulnerability. That's sad. It's it, but the broken family and this weaponized pop culture have systematically created huge pools of broken, nihilistic, and just lost souls. They're driven by greed, fame, lust, insecurity. And that's what pop culture is all about, is poking at your passions like that, opening up little wounds in you when you're young by showing you traumatic things. It's traumatizing to see, right, like young women sexualized. We grew up with Britney Spears and Christine Aguilera being turned into whores. And then the next generation, they had like Miley Cyrus. Now they... they that this is traumatic to be seeing these images of these broken homes constantly pumped into you as well. All the sitcoms you grow up watching, they're all about broken homes. Where's the dad? Where's the mom? Dad's a piece of shit. Dad's a fat piece of shit. Wants to sit on the thing uh, on the couch and drink beer. Mom calls the shots, but is unsatisfied with the father, but is never allowed to voice it properly because the dad's such a dumb idiot. He never really realizes what's going on. Right, this, this constant memeing so that people will mimic it, the broken home, the archetypal broken home. And then it makes little girls vulnerable to this shit. To try to instigate a sexual relationship with me, which we will eventually come to. I'd like to say loudly and proudly that Wayne was never able to lay a hand on me Unfortunately, the same can't be said for a lot of other predators who've crossed my past, and I am a repeat survivor, but Wayne was never able to... Right, so red flags, right? Red flags from all directions, for all participating parties. All participating parties are throwing them red flags up. 
Now let's jump forward a little bit, learn a little bit more. Rapists to press charges against their victims. Wayne Sean told my rapist to sue me. Okay. Yeah, that's, I didn't tell him. Yes, you did, and I've just said it. No, it's okay. Let's not, let's that's not get angry. She's, Air Sully has gone through a lot. You know I, what, what John did yeah. to me. I know, you know that John did things to hurt you. I'm an and, orphan. Yeah. I have nobody. My parents are dead. They died when I was eight years old. These orphans, right? This is... Her parents died when she's eight years old, this orphan. Nobody to look up to. And then people like this, these little cults, they snatch these people up and they suck them dry like vampires. It's freaking sick. It's really gross. Oh, sorry. And I have nobody. Oh, I have no family here to support me. I'm poor as fuck. And then you're going to have my rapist sue me? This is the kind of person I'm going to be describing to you today. I'm making this video because it is my belief that these memories, first of all, won't go away until I talk about them. And second of all, it's important because there are others who are still coming in contact with this man, other people who are still being victimized by him. I have seen them with my own eyes through their social media exploits. I know that there are still victims, teenage victims, teenagers. Wayne has been living with teenagers up until recently. He's 38 years old now. Ugh. My name is Tara. I'm 15 years old. And my entire life, I've been told about the value of compassion, about treating others like you would want to be treated. But when I walk into Whole Foods and I see piles of bodies, that compassion seems to have gone nowhere. Okay, so it's all, it, what a LARP, too. This is for a camera. Oh, she, he, she, this chick goes to Whole Foods or wherever she's at. D-levels tested once uh, before I supplemented, and I had the D-levels of an institutionalized elder. Damn. <laughs> like these people who are Damn. nursing home. I think we could all use some supplemental Dr. G vitamin D. I know there's a lot of ladies in the chat there who would love Dr. G's vitamin D. <laughs> uh, we got Wayne Shung. Serving his vitamin D, allegedly, allegedly, serving out that vitamin D, allegedly. Let me see, where's that super chat? Thank you guys for the support. You guys want more more content like this? You guys want more streams like this? Support the dang stream. Support the dang stream. The uh, super chats works, but then also. For the inevitability of when this channel gets completely demonetized, Streamlabs is the best way to go. And they don't take a big cut. Real Cooter Brown donates five bucks. Real Cooter Brown, thank you very much. Biggest supporter of the stream today, Real Cooter Brown. Ro Jogan up there as well. Carnivore Alliance, Testicular Tactics. Thank you guys. Says, I looked up this chick's Instagram. She has BPD and has or at least had an OnlyFans. What a surprise, right? It does appear she's eating meat now, though. A sad state of affairs all around. Hey, glad she's eating meat now. Um, sad to see that she's still caught in the in, in the cycle. She's caught in the cycle. Right? You've been victimized. You've been sexually mistreated, right? sexually assaulted. Those wounds, they, it, 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 these things don't just heal up overnight. Right? People relive these things. They put themselves in situations over and over again where they're going to be exploited again. It sucks. It sucks. Right now, OnlyFans is there, and anybody from the comfort of their own home can play prostitute. You can all play bordello from your own home. It's fuck. It's this OnlyFans situation. I can't tell you how upsetting it is. This OnlyFans thing is nuts. All right, thank you guys for the support. Thanks for the super chats. Keep them coming, guys. 
Keep them coming. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. So it seems like the weekdays are better for Super Chats. We'll see, though. Fifteen-year-old girl again. Fifteen. She's fifteen, and he's bringing her in here with a camera. She's not performing for the people that are there. She's performing for the camera. Right, which just that very action of constantly filming somebody, the surveillance aspect of their activism, where they're always filming each other. It's very strange, and this is something that's used in cults as well. That panopticon feeling that you're being watched, the constantly confessing. Hyping yourself up, using mantra into this emotional state like they're doing here. Very cult-like. And again, this is not just DXE. The same thing happens in AV, Anonymous for the Voiceless. This is Joey Carbstrong's shtick. Right? Now, these guys, Joey Carbstrong, AV, they're a little bit different. They don't want harems of 15-year-old girls at their crash pad in freaking Berkeley, California. They're not, they don't seem like they roll like that. Right? But the cult grooming mentality this activist lifestyle where you're always under the microphone where you're always being watched it's very creepy right it's very my strange d levels tested once uh, before i supplemented and i had the d levels of an institutionalized elder <laughs> like these people who are like in nursing home yeah. oh dr Greger. speaking of d levels and getting them checked regularly you know that in Jonestown, in Jonestown, it was reported that the members, well, first we'll preface, preface it with this, they had a very modern and very advanced, and they were so proud of their very advanced medical, uh, medical team there. They had their own little hospital. They had their own little medical center, a modern medical center in the middle of Guyana, in the middle of the, for, in the, middle of the jungle, middle of nowhere. <laughs> and at Jonestown... All the people that were there in the cult, I think there was like a thousand. There were 900 that were dead. It was the official death number at the end of it. But they were getting daily medical checkups. Daily medical checkups. Every one of them was getting daily medical checkups. I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Right, so I'm, I'm saying this because not only is this aspect of surveillance an important part of the cult... But the surveillance is useful. Well, it's useful for many reasons, right? The, the drugging of cult members, the consistent drugging, maintaining that specific mental state where they can be preyed on, maintaining certain emotional states, certain mental states. But uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? Why would they need to go to a doctor every single day? And who's paying for all that? Who are the doctors at Jonestown? Jonestown's freaking crazy. Jonestown, one of the most insane pieces of 20th century history. Alright. I'm not having any difficulty. The seventh sense donated 10 bucks. Who wants to be the big daddy? Anti up. Always enjoy the streams, Tristan. Seventh sense, thank you so much. Michael Touch donates Canadian 20 through Super Chats. Says, don't spend it all on the kale, please. I will not spend it all on kale. Thank you very much. That will go. That, that uh, those super chats go directly to the animals. Let's go right to the animals. Let's go straight to the animals. And actually, you know what's funny though? Well, th that actually will go to doing more for animals than any of these people will ever do. 
uh, it's of course a small family farms homesteading. This is mean. This is so bad. This is so mean. I gotta let Ribeye out. Come on. It's all quiet out there now. The kids went up to get the sheep and bring the sheep down. You want to be the big man, the big daddy. Alright, come over here to the chat. What's up, guys? That's weird. Alright. Anyways, that little tangent about Jonestown. I don't know why that came to mind. That's just weird. Why you need daily medical checkups for everybody in your 900-member cult in the middle of the jungle and French Guiana? Back to the task at hand. That caution seems to have gone nowhere. Jump for a little bit. Is a narcissist to listen to me and free yourself from the bind that you're in with Wayne Shung. I implore you to listen to me and listen to the fact that Wayne is a narcissist and a sociopath and he is hurting you. I can see it. even do like the weird church singing right the weird like fake church cult singing oh the animals i want to see who's playing is is it wayne playing guitar i know you probably can't see it what? Because DXC is a cult, and cults blind us from the truth sometimes. But this is a video for all of the current and potential future victims of DXC. Please save yourself the pain, jump ship, get out of this group. There are other animal rights groups out there for you to join that will not abuse you. So that is why Cassie is here today. If you're wondering, yes, this is real feces and she's lying in a pile of this and this is in the middle of the street in downtown San Francisco. We are right outside of Trader Joe's. Look at that. That's like a 15-year-old girl laying in a pile of shit. This is, this is how you... What the fuck is this? How do you justify this? Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do this for the animals, right? Because you're showing the suffering of the animals. Because I guess animals, they just... The animals that they're gonna save. They're lying in puddles of poop. Join that will not abuse you. Right, so you're gonna save the animals. Is here today. If you're wondering, yes, this is real feces and she's lying in a pile of this and this is in the middle of the street and lying in a pile of feces in the middle of the street this young girl so this is this is for the animals of course right this let's let's go have a tantrum let's have a tantrum ritual to a, a tantric tantrum <laughs> we're gonna go throw a tantrum and lay you in a big pile of poop what kind of dehumanizing ritual is this like this is somebody's daughter Naomi415 says, that's normal in San Francisco. Oh, shit, you're right. You're right. He's from, he's from Berkeley. 
He's from Berkeley. He's just a, he just got a crossover. He's so close to San Francisco. This is normal behavior. <laughs> this is Saturday afternoon in San Francisco. Downtown San Francisco. We are right outside of Trader Joe's. It is real. This is real feces. Now, because there's absolutely no way in hell this video is getting monetized, please consider supporting me either by checking out my new merch store. Still kind of in the soft. All right, so Wayne, Wayne has a harem of girls, some of them very, very young, that he has doing these weird dehumanization, sometimes sexually charged street activism things, street theater things. So, I mean, if you, you can get this girl, you can get these girls to strip down and lay in a pile of shit in public, what kind of weird stuff is this guy having them do in private? launch phase but i'll put a link down in the description and of course i also have a patreon where i provide pretty much daily updates about my life and my career link will also be in the description for that and please more than anything share this i'm going to provide two outlines or profiles of who wayne is i'm going to start with one that i found on activistfacts.com it felt like the most to the point, like, I'm tired of Wayne's bullshit and honest about what's going on. Like, the least sugar-coated description of Wayne I could find because I feel like he's really wooed a lot of major publications into thinking that what he's doing makes any sense. Now, has he wooed publications or have his donors wooed publications, right? Like, I'd love to see the books. You look at how many millions of dollars are getting spent on these dorks like Joey Carbstrong. Uh, AV. So how much is Wayne getting? Where? Who's the big daddy donor for Wayne? Who's the big daddy donor? Just so so we can get these vegan activists on YouTube, activists. So the vegan activists on YouTube can know who they're trying to trying to impress. Right? Hench Herbivore needs a new sponsor. Michelle Lowe needs some proper sponsorship. It doesn't, and again, we'll have to get into this later. There's just so fucking much to cover, it's completely overwhelming. Oh, and I will say, if you are going to do independent research of Wayne, don't trust his Wikipedia page. If you do go to his Wikipedia page, you'll notice at the top of it, it has multiple warnings about a conflict of interest. I think that Wayne recruited someone to make his profile for him and to sweeten it up and take out the more controversial parts about, you know, getting um, hundreds of people arrested and stealing animals from small farms. Here is what activistfacts.com has to say about Wayne. The founder of the radical activist group Direct Action Everywhere, Wayne Shung, spends his time harassing people for daring to enjoy meat. That is when Wayne's not busy getting arrested or preparing for his next trial. As a corporate lawyer, Shung worked on consumer fraud class action lawsuits and managed an animal law practice. These what a surprise. He's a professional at dealing with fraud. These days, you're much more likely to find Shung in the role of defendant. He is currently facing felony charges for rescuing, that is, stealing a turkey from a poultry farm and for kidnapping a pair of goats in North Carolina. Well, it seemed like they were untouchable for months, uh, Bay Area... So this is their activism, stealing people's property, terrorizing small family farms. And they're emboldened and they're well-funded. 
How much money do you think DXE is running? How much, what, do you, what do you think DXE's budget is? Where do you think their donors are? Animal liver. Is it the same donor? Is it the donor that all these vegans are courting? Is it the donor? Who is the donor? The mysterious the donor. Behind the save movement, Joey Carbstrong, all these people. Who's giving up all this money? Guys, have stage there. if you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Whoa! Gladius Celestia sending euros, sending five euros, says, Hey, bud, she finally, she finally may now get fully her B12 in this pile of poop. LOL. <laughs> love progress. Yes, you gotta love progress, right? You guys may think that progress looks a certain way. You may have a certain conception of how progress looks, but how progress really looks is like a pale, voluntarily starved 15-year-old girl in a pile of dung, in a pile of feces in front of a business. That's, that's real progress. Yeah, that's real activism. D-levels tested once uh, before I supplemented, and I had the D-levels of an institutionalized elder. <laughs> like these people who are like in nursing yeah. home. Plot twist, though. All right, plot twist. She wasn't able to get that B12 because this is vegan feces that she's laying in. She's laying in a pile of vegan feces. This is Freely the Banana Girl. Um, this is just like six hours of Freely the Banana Girl droppings. I got a super chat from Naomi. Naomi415 sends a funny little, uh, I don't even know, what, the, what is that? <laughs> she sends a, a pear cracking up. She thinks I'm funny. You think I'm funny, Naomi. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate that. Gladius Celestia, thank you very much as well. Remember that I, I appreciate the super chats. YouTube does take a cut. Streamlabs doesn't take a big fat cut. Streamlabs is the best way. Right, let's learn a little bit more here. Um, hundreds of people arrested and stealing animals from small farms. Here is what activistfacts.com has to say about Wayne. The founder of the radical activist group Direct Action Everywhere, Wayne Shung, spends his time harassing people for daring to enjoy meat. That is when Wayne's not busy getting arrested or preparing for his next trial. As a corporate lawyer, Shung worked on consumer fraud class action lawsuits and managed an animal law practice. These days, you're much more likely to find Shung in the role of defendant. He is currently facing felony charges for rescuing, that is, stealing a turkey from a poultry farm and for kidnapping a pair of goats in North Carolina. Well, it seemed like they were untouchable. For months, a Bay Area Animal Liberation Group has staged daring rescues of animals inside factory farms without ever getting caught or arrested, but tonight their luck has run out. A Utah prosecutor has charged Wayne Schwing, uh, the leader of the group DXE. Did you just call her Wayne Schwing? Is that how you say it? Wayne Schwing? <laughs> and five other members with felony theft. Those charges connected to what DXE refers to as the rescue of a sick turkey from a Utah turkey farm. Due to constant harassment resulting in a restraining order. The rescue of a sick turkey. They stole a turkey that they have no idea how to care for. And then what happens to the animal? 
Shung and his group are now legally restricted. Look at this shit-eating grin on his face. He's being arrested. He's a Utah turkey farm. Due Look how happy he is. Harassment resulting in a restraining yeah. order. Shung and his yeah, group, yeah. group are now legally restricted from entering a Whole Foods in California. Following a series of protests targeting chicken farmers, Shung was arrested and charged with felony and misdemeanor counts along with a number of other yeah. Berkeley area DXC activists. I'm here outside of the farm in Petaluma, and we have activists getting arrested, including Sika founder Wayne Sean. He's inside of the van right now, getting arrested. Let's let's get over here and let's look at these activists being arrested right now. Yep. So we're gonna move and show you the activists getting arrested. It just takes a group of people to decide, like Susanna, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to change this. Whether that means risking my freedom, whether that means stripping down, putting fake blood all over myself, and having Wayne give me a massage with his pee-pee. Or whether it means, oops, oops, oops. My whole weekend getting people out of jail, supporting people, doing vigils all over the area, flying from, from Phoenix to be here for this. I'm facing 60 years in prison. 70 years in prison. Thanks, Tanya. You lie. This dude knows he's not going to prison. He's using these little girls as a human shield. Who is this guy? This guy looks sketchy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but this guy seems shady. <laughs> Who's this dude? Uh, yeah, and, and, and that's not likely. But but there's definitely... A oh, yeah, that's not likely. Huh? I'll go to jail for 10, 20 years, a couple years. I don't know. But... That's not something that anybody thinks is okay. People say, what, what are you going to jail for, for 10 years for? Oh, for rescuing sick animals. The charges included trespass. For rescuing sick animals, for stealing sick animals and terrorizing farmers. This is what these, they keep on saying this. They keep on trying to say that this is rescuing, this is rescuing. And they're building up their audience. They're building up their little cult members. They're building them up with this rhetoric and this, with this language. This twilight language, and they're getting them radicalized and ready to perform these terrorist acts that they are doing. Passing in felony conspiracy, second degree burglary. In an interview, Shung identifies a moment when, as a child in China, he saw live animals being sold outside of a restaurant, and this prompted him to set out on the road to becoming an animal rights activist. Oh, wow, so horrible. If somebody was selling animals, and I had to become an activist, how dare somebody make a living selling animals and feed themselves? Oh, goodness. How dare people purchase animals and use them? To feed themselves with the nutrients that they need that they can only get from animals. Oh no. Okay, so the, that part is weird to me about the live animals being sold out of a restaurant. I feel like that's a recent story he's come up with because in all the years that I knew Wayne, which would have been even closer to this traumatic childhood event, he never fucking mentioned this to me. I've never heard this story. There are a number of stories that he repeats in his like vegan Genesis story that I've just never heard before, which is weird for Wayne because when... But it's not weird for a cult leader. This is not weird for a cult leader. They're going to tailor their story to you to try to fit your psychological profile. All right? So they're going to try to fit your psychological profile and fit into your consciousness this little puzzle piece that is them so that they can become the missing piece of everything. They have to frame it differently for different people. Different members of their cult are going to be more receptive to a different origin story. 
something does happen that he's super proud of, he shouts about it on every form of social media available to him. So I'm out of jail with Joni here, and uh, yesterday I and a few hundred activists at the DXC Forum executed the first daylight open rescue at a slaughterhouse. We saved six lives, took six animals out of hell. And the social media team asked me to share a story about what happened inside. So wouldn't you think... Six lives. They saved six lives. Six lives. How many donations did they take to save those six lives? Couldn't they have just purchased some animals? <laughs> that he would have been telling me about that or telling me about these supposed investigations he did by himself into slaughterhouses. He claims he went to a Chicago slaughterhouse by himself in the mid-2000s and just couldn't take an animal because he couldn't fit it out of the building or something. That sounds like complete bullshit to me. Like, I was around during that time, and I have never in my life heard that story. Like, these are all new to me. The stories that I have heard of Wayne are that when he was younger, and he told me this directly, he pushed his mother down a staircase, and she broke numerous bones. And he won't deny that if you ask him about it. Will you, Wayne? Because it's true. So this is the type of person we're dealing with here, yet again. Similar to Joey Carstrong, we have a violent felon. Another violent felon. What a surprise. Wayne... Pushed his own mother down the stairs, broke multiple bones. Doesn't feel bad about it. Classified himself when I knew him as a bully when he was a kid. He told me that he was a bully and that that is what prompted his uh, journey into animal rights activism. But what he tells people now... Doesn't that make sense? But now he probably tells people the opposite. Let's hear what the new one is. Now is that he was like a sad, isolated bullied. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was the victim. I was the victim. As they're playing out the victimizing of all the people around them, no, 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 they're the victim, and they're advocating for the victims. <laughs> this is a classic cold gaslighting. Kid. I think I always had a special place in my heart for animals because I, I grew up as an immigrant kid in central Indiana without a lot of friends. and yeah, He so, grew up as a spoiled little shit. He threw his mom down the stairs, dude. He threw your own mother downstairs. My animals were sort of my natural community because the human beings... And in my school and my hometown weren't very kind for me. Well, you hate people. So at least he's semi-honest about that. He despises people. So the story changes. So isn't it funny? All these like these people who are completely fucked in the head. These people who are so poorly adjusted to social life. These people who spend their lives destroying people and seeking to ruin people's ways of life. Terrorizing people. People like Wayne Shung. It's just so funny how they love to rock that, that, oh, I'm, I was the victim, and now I'm protecting all of you. I'm saving the world. I'm saving the planet. Yeah, man, you're saving the planet just like Bill Gates is saving the planet. Hometown weren't very kind for me. They weren't very kind for me. And they always, they always have this thing of, uh, oh, I just, I get along better with animals. These are people who have, like, one cat. He's got a cat and a dog here. Is that a dog? Look, I got my cat and my dog. Right, like We're supposed to look up to these people who tell us that they don't like human beings and they're better friends with a cat and a dog. Or look, cats and dogs are cool. But if those are your best friends, something's up with you. Something is wrong. Cats and dogs are really cool companions. They're useful to have around a home and a homestead. 
Cats and dogs are not your best friend. Cats and dogs are not your salvation. You're not going to have social salvation in your cats and dogs. All these, all these weird, screwed up people who despise, who despise human beings. They pretend like they love animals, but they have like one cat. <laughs> they have like, I got a cat. I love animals. I get along better with animals. And in my school and my hometown weren't very kind for me. So the story changes, and that's something to pay attention to because that's a trait of these th two things that I have called Wade, narcissist and sociopath. He's lying to you. This man is going on camera, and he's lying to you regularly, daily even. I can't even watch his Facebook live streams because I am so secondhand embarrassed for him. He looks like a fool to me because I can see through him. But the sad thing to me is that there are thousands of people out there who apparently can't. And so I'm making this video. A lot of people see through it. A lot of people see through this bullshit. Yeah, so Wayne Chung. Wayne Chung. How did this one come up? It's not intersectional. It's DXE. An expose written by DXE's victims. This is from a website called DismantleDXE.wordpress. Dot com. Dear Animal Rights Community, this is from an anonymous source, I think. It doesn't seem like there's a name attached to this article from 2015. Dear Animal Rights Community, the misery, torture, and sheer suffering of animals endured at the hands of our capitalist economy has enraged us. That's capitalism. It's all because of capitalism, right? Has enraged us, has outraged us. We have all seen gruesome footage of what it means to be an animal in the modern-day factory farm and have chosen a side with compassion. We have made a simple decision. We have made a decision to work towards creating a world where animal oppression is no longer a reality. We, as animal rights activists, do our best to ensure that animals' voices are represented, that animals are given the dignity they deserve, and that our fellow humans are awakened to the unfathomable violence embedded in their everyday choices. As activists in the animal rights community, we also recognize that the suffering of humans based on systems of power and privilege rooted in colonialism is very much connected to animal oppression. Therefore, we acknowledge the necessary social justice activism baseline of intersectionality. We simultaneously work to undermine all systems of oppression, race, class, gender, sexuality, ability, and species because we see them as fundamentally intertwined intertwined okay so DXC claims to be intersectional they claim to be intersectional but they're not intersectional enough apparently I'm not going to read this whole thing it just seems the, oh there you go DXC is racist homophobic sexist DXC is Zionist and abusive are they Zionist that's an interesting one they're, they're racist homophobic and oppressive so they're not even they're not even free from, from the attacks from the SJW. So you got Wayne Shung. Guess what? Wayne Shung, many of you already know. We talked about this before. Wayne Shung's running for mayor. He's got political aspirations. He wants to be the mayor of Berkeley. And so Wayne Shung, the mayor of Berkeley, I guess that maybe that was his first campaign poster, was the, uh, the young girl, that young white girl. Laying in a pile of, of feces, laying in a pile of dung in the middle of the street. That must be his, uh, that's the, the holographic representation of Wayne Shung's 
um, candidacy right there. The future of Berkeley with Wayne Shun. What are the issues that Wayne Shun is pushing? Bring the Green New Deal to Berkeley. The Green New Deal. There you go. World Economic Forum, Green New Deal, Fourth Industrial Revolution, dehumanization, big tech takeover of everything, carbon taxes, social credit score, Green New Deal, Great Reset, Wing Chung. There you go. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Your hissy fits with your little hot teens. Your hot teen hissy fits, Wayne. For the Green New Deal, what a surprise. Yeah, Green New Deal. How many billions of dollars are getting pushed to propagandize us into thinking that we want that? That you want the Green New Deal. Climate action now. Green New Deal. So same rhetoric. And they're trying to put him up for mayor. For the mayor. Right? So these people, they're, they're trying to abolish, ultimately, not just your ability to have animals and feed your family, but also your ability to move freely throughout the world, to even own property, to even own your own thoughts. These are the type of people, these are the front lines of what we're seeing now, which is essentially a high-tech, technocratic, Bolshevik-style revolution globally, globally, not done in the the name of um, communism or fascism, done in the name of sustainability, inclusion, digital inclusion, so the same, it's the same outcome as end-stage communism as Marx laid it out, right? Marx even said that monopoly capitalism is the vehicle. H.G. Wells said this as well. Monopoly capitalism is the vehicle through which a new global order can be established and ultimately a global communist state could be established. But you can't abolish capitalism. You can't just abolish it, H.G. Wells said. When he lambasted the socialists, he said that this is going to be brought in, right? The trading blocks that Mark wrote, Marx wrote about. The trading blocks would be brought in via global monopoly capitalism. All right, look over here to the chat. What's happening, chat? We, have some, we got some funny stuff coming up. Don't worry. We'll have some funny stuff too. What's cracking? What's cracking? We got kind of a slow, slow day on the uh, on the super chats today. We don't have much support today. Maybe Sunday. Uh, maybe Sunday's not the best. Maybe you got to do nighttime streams. The nighttime streams get some good support. Probably from the the folks over there on the west coast, west coast of Wayne Shung's territory. There's the link. You guys got any questions? You want your comments read on air? Use that link for the Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to support. So we got this one as well. We got another temper tantrum, another tantrum for the animals. And this one is even better than showing your boobies. Even better than showing your boobies. Even better than putting poo-poo all over yourself and laying in a big pile of feces. And this amazing, powerful activism, they're going to go spray poo-poo. They're going to spray poop in front of Smithfield CEO Kenneth Sullivan's to advance the campaign against Smithfield Foods. So Smithfield is a huge conglomerate in the animal agriculture space, um, and they are responsible for the, the death on the books of over 21 million pigs every single year. And that's 21 million pigs that are you know on the books. That doesn't count every single animal that doesn't make its way 
through the food supply chain and is found in Smithfield's dumpsters and all other you know, horrible places on their facility. Tell me, driver, that. Okay, let's fast forward it to where they actually spray the poo poo. Cases for their just basic human rights violations, environmental violations. These giant lagoons, 450 football fields full in Utah alone. And um, I just think they should, be, they should tell the truth. They should be honest with people, stop with them. Let's see. Company. So Penn is just trying to pretend like we're not here, we don't exist, nothing ever happened, and it's just another day. But we need, and, and um, I don't know, uh, people want I want to see them actually spray the poop. <laughs> DXE activists spray feces at Smithfield CEO Ken Sullivan's house. Let's find where they actually spray it. Do they even get a spray it before the cops come? They're letting uh, everyone go with pretty much whatever they want to do. So, see here, what's Raven doing now? All right, so I'm going to try this number. Uh, I, won't, I won't show it on the live stream. Are trying to call Kenny Boy? I'm going to call. This is a mobile number listed for Ken, so don't go. <laughs> and look, there's a, there's a police officer over there doing nothing as these people stand on this dude's property and get ready to spray shit all over it. Where do they actually spray the poop? Let's see the poop spray. How do they, where do they have it? I mean, this is biological warfare. The, uh, the you know, coronavirus. But we're not eco-terrorists, he says. Here we are spraying a bunch of poop all over somebody's home. Is that not biological warfare? In the ways that COVID has spread so prolifically inside of, you know, pretty much as big ag slaughterhouses is really, is really where it's festered. Especially so there's, there's the barrel behind, I guess that barrel maybe has the poop in it. Mine. When at the end of the day, you just. All right. So that was a pretty, pretty smooth police interaction right there. Anyway, shame on Shitfield. I guess we won't be able to see them actually spray the poop. <laughs> so I mean this is look we're laughing it's kind of ridiculous but this is what they're doing and the police are standing by while these terrorists sit there with bioweapons bunch of poo poo to spray on people this is just a few weeks ago this was the 10th this was uh, 10 days ago this was posted it was live streamed 10 days ago Wayne Shun DXE so he had a Vice article written about him. Here's, the, here's their topless protest calls out Costco's animal cruelty and lawsuit against activists. So this is this tantrum. This is going to save the planet. We're going to get topless. We're going to get topless. A bunch of girls. Let's get a bunch of girls go out there get naked. Fake mutilate their breasts. And that's activism. She might have been there. Right, it looked like she had black hair then. So we see the girl from the group right there. We got like a group of twenty girls screaming with their, their titties out, screaming with their boobies flapping. But then that's going to save the the animals, right? The animals they just need you to get naked. They just need you to go get naked with a bunch of pale pudgy lesbians, and then. They'll they'll stop being slaughtered or everyone will go vegan. 
or whatever. But whatever. Media activists risking prison to film VR in factory farms. This animal liberation group actually wants to be put on trial. Their goal, force jurors to wear VR headsets and immerse them in the suffering of animals bound for slaughter. And this is Wired. So Wired promoting their work. All right, Wired went and did this photo, photo op with uh, three of them. You had this guy, creepy, creepy chubby mullet dude. And then you get... This girl, who we'll learn a little bit more about in a second, and Wayne, here they are together. So it's just like, you know, just activism. This is how activism works. You spray poo-poo on things, you show your boobies, you collect your money, and you do it all over again. And hopefully next year, if you get enough publicity that's paid for by the same people who are funding your organization, if that publicity makes your donors happy, then you'll get a big, fat million-dollar salary like uh like av had what was it nine hundred forty six thousand dollars salary huh so these are the uh this long piece very sympathetic piece in wired magazine remember wired's a pretty important publication wired is like kind of like the atlantic of the tech world Right, Not important as in the things they say are true. Important as in there's a lot of money that gets pushed through Wired Magazine for social engineering purposes. Now, Wired's very concerned with the fourth industrial revolution tech, right? 5G rollout, smart city grid, Internet of Things. Wired's essentially like a DARPA mouthpiece. So anyways, Wired Magazine, the fight against animal agriculture, Shung says, is the fight against misinformation. Fighting against misinformation. So they got high tech, they got drones, they got all this stuff. And they are saving the animals by brainwashing your daughters and get them to run around in the streets with their titties out. What do you think about this? What, the, what do you think about this? What's the audience think? You want your daughters hanging out with Wayne? You want your daughters hanging out with this young lady, Priya? These zonked ass eyes. Here's Priya, another one of Wayne's harem. Is there snails here? Is there snails here? We do not have snails such as an escargot. Oh, okay. How about dog meat? Do you say dog meat? Yeah. Oh. Do you think you could um, kill and start a dog for me? I really want to eat dog meat. So the purpose of this is... This is so stupid. Like, as, as if, when you go to a restaurant and you order a steak, are they going to kill, butcher, and serve that steak to you from the same spot? What kind, what kind of reality do these people live in? This is. So there's no dog. But it just sounds like such a confrontational thing to ask so that, you know, I wouldn't want... Again, like she doesn't even point the camera at her her little whatever you want to call her, victim here. The the girl she's punking. She doesn't even point the camera at the person that she's speaking to, because it's all just an act. It's all about her. It's all about her little narcissistic shtick. It's about her little game of feeling superior. Feel oh, I'm saving the animals. You're so selfish for the animals, but I'm not. I'm good for the animals. I care about the animals, but you obviously don't because you're not vegan like me. 
dogs on the patio so that guests that bring in their dogs. But no dead dogs. I want to, if I wanted to eat their flesh, I wouldn't eat I want to eat their flesh. This is so stupid. Like, I mean, it's like Joey Carbstrong going to Whole Foods and is like, goes to the dairy aisle. You know, they always say, dairy is ripe, dairy is murder. He's like, oh, do you have a cow I can ripe to get some of this dairy? Can I, do you have a cow I can just ripe the cow right there? Just ripe it? Come on. This is so stupid. <laughs> With that hypnotic, blank, dead-eyed stare, too. Look at that. Look at the eyes. Uh, Excuse me, everybody. My daddy always told me that I could be anything when I grow up, and I want to be. Not that I just cut out. And I know that I wanted to be, when I grow up, a girl that showed her titties to the whole world in front of Bernie Sanders. Attention, everybody. I am toxically addicted to this type of attention. And I want everybody to look at me and pretend like I'm the most important, woke person in the room. Everybody look at me right now. Look at me. Can I please have your attention for a moment, always, all the time? Hey, everyone, I just need attention. I stand. Here's a small piece of paper with pictures that you can't see. I stand for the animals, everyone. I stand for the animals. Go vegan. Today to challenge you. I just asked the servers of this restaurant if they would kill and serve the body of a dog for me to eat. Oh. <laughs> you stupid fucking moron. You stupid little girl. You're throwing your life away. You're throwing your life away. This is the best years of your life. This is your fertility window, girl. And it's gone now. I know you're probably antinatalist anyways. <laughs> you're probably asexual and antinatalist anyways, but this is your best years and you're wasting them like this. <laughs> and they answered no, ma'am. Why? Why? Because we yeah. love dogs. Excuse me. We love all animals. In fact, this is a nation of animal lovers. When Cecil the lion was shot and killed by a greedy, greedy, bloodthirsty man, this country was outraged. You need to stop. We were here. Cecil was murdered. Cecil, what is it? This lion that was murdered. Lion was murdered. What does a lion have to do with <laughs> these people in the in a restaurant? Cows cry so loud when their babies are being stolen from them. Let's go. chickens that are slaughtered and they never even had access to an iPad or an iPhone. There are literally people that are literally raping the cows. Did you know that in order to get milk, you have to rape a cow's booty for milk 
And all cows are repeatedly booty raped for milk. With no painkillers. They don't give them any. Did you know that cows are milked every day with no painkillers and they don't even have the right to choose to have an abortion and they can't terminate the pregnancy even if they want to do because the cows don't have the same rights as human women? The right where all where all animals have the right to not die in Disney movies. We are fighting for a world in which all the food we eat has cute Disney cartoon animals on the packaging for the animals. We are fighting for a world where my dad will pay attention to me and realize that I am a beautiful activist and an empowered woman. That's Wayne's voice. Wayne's filming it there. That's Wayne filming it. It's a dinner date with Wayne. How old is this girl here? She's like 18? Hench is calling out Priya here. Hench is like, I'm bigger and stronger than you. What do you think? How long would it have taken Hench Herbivore to escort beautiful young wife material Priya? How, do you, how, how long would, would it take Hench Herbivore to escort this lovely, young, future president or OnlyFans <laughs> starlet or... Uh, street beggar or schizophrenic in a mental institution, how long would it take <laughs> her before to escort her out of the spot? Thank you guys for the super chats. Appreciate them super chats. Appreciate the support. We got a stream labs from Bastio. Bastio, what's up, dude? Bastio donated five bucks. No, that's five euros. Says, yo, check out my little A's diss track. Thought you were the best rapper in the game. Well, think again. Dude, all right. Well, first of all, you're freaking, you're so bammed. You're so bammed. There, there's a team. There is a team of people. I can't believe you. What the? What is your freaking problem? Whoa. Hold on, hold on. What is? What is your freaking problem, Bastio? Who do you think you are? Look at this. It's not even, dude. Whatever. Mine. Look at you. Pre-wrote it. You pre-wrote your rap. D levels tested once. Um, so before I supplemented, and I had the D level. Hold me back, Dr. Gregor. Institutionalized elder. Hold me like back. These people who are like in nursing home. You think you're so freaking good? You think you're so good? You think you're such a good rapper? How come you can't just? All my shit is freestyle. All my shit is freestyle. Watch. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on. Go play. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. So. Buddy once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. 
She was looking pretty dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. I just made that up off the top of my freaking head. Off the top of my forehead, get it? I said the word forehead twice because I'm a better rapper than you. Like, all your shit's all pre-written. You can't even freestyle. I can tell you right now, this diss track sucks, Bastio. This is no good. Like, what is that? What is that? You're not even... Dude, one second in, you're not even rapping. You're not even rapping one second in. First of all, like, what, what, what kind of rap lineage do you come from? Huh? Right? You probably don't even know, like, the greats. Aaron Carter, How I Beat Shaq. Do you even know that? That's, like, the most influential rap track ever you probably don't even know who that is because you're some freaking racist ass cracker and don't even know who aaron carter is because you're a bigot racist piece of shit probably a homophobe and a transphobe am i even streaming anymore all right let's see is there buffering did i just buffer (laughs) there we go we're back we're back we're not buffering. It is, guys. Hit the thumbs up. Share the video. Let's see. Let's see what this diss track, this so-called diss track against little A's. Let's see what this guy's got to say. You little A's. You better run. You better run, dude. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Where am I gonna run? You know that running is. Bad for your joints? I bet you didn't even know that. What kind of rapper is going to run? Rappers walk with swagger. This is so stupid. You don't know anything about the rap game. You don't run. <sighs> Idiot. Listen up to stain. I'm watching with the stain. Your anti-vegan videos are causing a lot of pain. From funneling unget animals, I want you to abstain. <laughs> Think about the methane. Let's have the word with brain. We need to eat a mushroom. Your brain needs to retrain. Also, support Vichy's election campaign. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You can only do this if you mind do this. If you malnourish, that's good. First class on the airplane, sipping on champagne. I'm going to Bahrain, meeting with the vegan prince in order to explain how to save Mama Earth's beautiful terrain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bastio, get a life. Bars for days. Look at, I think the audience, the audience is digging it. I like how you put the lyrics up too. It's good. Mm. Where's the? You have another verse or what? Come on, hurry up. You're the best in the game. Yes. You some profane. No. Your house had a leaky roof. You're standing in the rain. My dad's old house. Completely inhumane. Trying to battle me is literally insane. My rhymes give you mental strain. Your rhymes are just mundane. I'm rapping for the young. You gotta do it you, when you do literally insane. You gotta do it in like a Miley's. Literally insane. Literally. You're like literally insane, and then you go back to the normal rap voice. That'd be sick. Not for financial gain. Yeah. 
You can only flourish if you're my You can flourish if you're my You can only flourish if you're my Let's get to the next. The top of the big food chain. At the top of the big food chain. Pop my supplement plates and I'm ready to rain. You will never rain. You're like John McCain. Now you better run like Epsinski Lane. Dang. You better run. You better run. <laughs> Bastio. I'll put the, the link for that diss track. D levels tested once uh, before I supplemented, and I had Bastio. the D levels of an institutionalized elder. <laughs> like these people who are like in nursing yeah. home. Dude, all right. Bastio, that was that was a pretty sick track, man. I gotta say, not the best rapper of all time. I mean, like, again, you probably you don't even know who Aaron Carter is, and you think you're like a good rapper. Or Skateboarding teens in Hawaii. Game. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. There's the there's the link. You guys are one. The link to that video. The link is. The link is in the, uh, the description. Not the description. The link's in the chat. In the chat. You guys hit the thumbs up. Hit the like. Hit that subscribe. Thanks for the super chats, guys. You guys got any suggestions on videos you all want to laugh at? Support the stream. Send it via Streamlabs or super chats. We can check it out. We can have some good laughs. But we got a we got a bunch of stuff to come. The problem with this. Problem with these streams is, I usually get to about thirty percent of the topics that I want to touch on, but it takes a while to prepare for these streams. Got to make the preview image, schedule it. You can't just stream for six hours, you know, two to three hours, and I'm done. But I can't do it every day either, so I don't know. I might, I might be back tomorrow. I might have to be back tomorrow because I don't know if I'm gonna get get to hit on all this stuff. I mean, we've had, we've had a lot, we've had a lot happen the last few days. There's a lot of lulls. There's a lot of lol. The lol cows udders are full. I'll say that. There are many lulls to be harvested from them. But you guys got to support. Support with the Super Chats. Support with the Streamlabs. Got a couple ones to read right now. Thank you guys for, for, the, uh, for the support there. Let me find that. Where is it? Skateboarding teens in Hawaii. <laughs> Desert Fox. Dude, Desert Fox. Desert Fox donated 15 bucks. Didn't even say anything. Desert Fox, is that? There you go. Do Desert Fox, you didn't even say anything. Desert Fox, thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate that. Carnivore Alliance donated five bucks. Five bucks from Carnivore Alliance. And this, where'd it go? Carnivore Alliance donated five. I'm sorry, that's not five bucks. That's five pounds. It says, oops, I didn't see Streamlabs had a pound option. Dang. Uh, my Dr. Greg Horsaya... Dr. Greg Horse Soy Trance Single ready on my channel. Can we get your first impression? Send, send me the link. Send me the link and we can uh, we can check it out. Or no, I'll go to your channel because you have I know the name of your channel. That that hits the threshold. Let's go Carnivore Alliance. Our Carnivore Alliance. You better not be you did put the word whore in the title. You, it's going to be hard to get YouTube to spread any of these videos. Seven minutes. Heavy essential twerking bass drops. Seven minutes of Dr. Gregor. Dr. Gregor featuring Cuckling Ted. <laughs> Vegan Soy Trance Mix 2020. Alright, let's see it. Let's see. He's got a, a very uh a very well written title, I guess. The whore might get you screwed by uh, the YouTube algorithm. Hello, this is Dr. Michael Greger coming to you live. From I love that. Live. Dr. Michael Greger coming at you live. 
Hello. My treadmill. It's pandemic time. Oh, <laughs> know, it's all out the window. Together. So you ready to jump into this? Let's do it. You know, the, 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 probably the shining example of this is they, there was a study of skateboarding teens in Hawaii. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Hey. And they, even they had these high rates. Why, um, why is that? Um, well, it's because we evolved running around naked in equatorial Africa, um, being baked in the sun all day long. And so it's exactly what you want on your face. You should open all three of those nozzles, if you're not sitting next to someone, point them all towards you. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, I'm a soy boy, because I love soy. And here you have a classic, the quintessential soy <laughs> face. about soy boy. Now, Isaac, for now. Soy boy! <laughs> soy boy! Uh, airplane to me, like a C-130. Right. I don't know what the... Oh, that. my God. Am I a soy boy? Have I been feminized by the lack of meat in my diet? Not enough dead animals to keep my man engine going. Not enough infant growth formula, a.k.a. cow's milk, to fuel my manliness. Does being the founder of the fraternity Soy Soy Beta Beta at Potato U make me any less of a man? Okay, up. Uh, we are talking about veganism has turned me into a soy boy. Soy boy! Soy boy! But I've been getting a lot of... Oh my god, hey guys. Yes, fucking die. <laughs> yeah, this is your laundry, you're doing it. I'm stuck in the vegan ideology. I've been brainwashed. And I had the D levels of an institutionalized elder. Like these people who are like in nursing yeah. homes and literally never got out there. That was me, in front of my laptop. Look. <laughs> Look at that texture. That is just. <laughs> Describe myself as an orgasm activist, but I'm also um, vegan. Uh, oh, why do you have to put that in there? Why you do that? No! No! Even though I am a soy boy, because I love soy. People are suffering. People are dying. Between the vegan bar buddies and the carnivore of gaslighting. The latest Cochrane review is the kind of blood flow restriction training, so we're gonna go do some of that right now. The big daddy. And then we get this kind of rosy glow because we actually have more circulation to it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the best day. No! Stop it. How dare you continue to look away? My sisters, Frankie. Dude. What are you doing? testicles. Look at this. It's a vitamin D3 ball. Uh, as many of you guys know, I'm a big fan of blood flow restriction training, so we're going to. No! No! We didn't even talk about your conduct, Richard, and that was the, that was the condition under which I agreed to speak with you. That's we are going to discuss your conduct, but you can't. You can't do it. Look, you're repeating yourself. You're like a broken record. Look at this. Agricultural benefit humanity. You can't use food supply because we've already debunked that. So how does it benefit humanity? Oh my God. Oh my God. We get negative effects. So if I give you a pill and say this is going to do bad things to you, there's less opportunities for you to tell people that you're vegan. This can cause an identity crisis. Maybe you can forget that you're vegan. I'm Joe Rogan. That's very much. <laughs> Dude, we're all Joe Rogan. That is the actual like literally like, sitting on the keyboard. And I'm like, 
what is going on? Dude, <laughs> okay. All right. Carnivore Alliance. Carnivore Alliance, you came... D-levels tested once uh, before I supplemented, and I had the D-levels of an institutionalized elder. Like these people who are, like, in nursing home. Okay. Oh, shoot. I just... <laughs> Here, let me fix. My camera's all messed up. Here, let's do that. What do I have to do? I have to turn the brightness down or something. Okay. Carnivore Alliance. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> That's the... That's one of the funniest compilations I've seen in a while, dude. That was really good. Some of this is hard to watch. Some of this is hard to watch. This is this is like <laughs> it's like you harvested my mind. This is this is like my my streams distilled into a fine liqueur and spiked with like a thousand ritalins. <laughs> And a thousand micrograms of acid. This this video is like <laughs> some of this is hard to watch. This is so, so many emotions, so many emotions. We're we're gonna finish this one. You have ADHD, he says. Yeah, this, your video is Ritalin incarnate, dude. This is like <laughs> you're freaking hilarious. I, now I remember you, you're the one who sent me those emails, right? You sent me a few emails, so I. Had, you sent me a few of those emails. I'm so glad I saw this. Um, you sent me the email and I clicked on the link. I only click on links in emails if it, it's like a real YouTube URL too. And um, you know, I do try. I do try to respond to all emails that seem genuine, right? Uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah, you re-uploaded it because the, the link you sent me it didn't even work by the time I clicked it. So I was like, all right, well, I don't even know what the. I was like, what is this weirdo sending me? Freaking. Links to videos that I haven't even watched yet. And he's like, watch this video on your stream. And I'm like, there's not even a video. And I underestimated you, Carnivore Alliance. I thought you were just some random weirdo. I didn't realize you were just some awesome random weirdo <laughs> who makes hilarious edits. That was really funny, man. This is, We're going to watch more of this, but I got a couple super chats to read. Thank you guys for the support. Keto Fast Prime donates Canadian five bucks through super chat says that compilation was hilarious. Keto Fast Prime, check out his channel. I'm sorry, Fast Keto Prime. I'm gonna say that again. Fast Keto Prime. Sorry, dude. Fast Keto Prime, Canadian five bucks. Check out his channel. Fast Keto Prime also donated Canadian ten bucks through super chat, and he says your channel has everything: comedy, health, technocracy, and my favorite. He totally ripped veganism apart. Best darn channel on YouTube in my opinion. Dang, Keto Fast Prime. That is a great compliment. I appreciate that, man. Um, you know, I, I'll take that compliment. I like it. I'll take it. I'll put it in my back pocket, and I'll remember that. Best channel on YouTube, he says. And Jay Dyer gave me a nice shout-out the other day, too. It's always when, when some of my favorite channels, like when Jay tells me, dude, I love your streams lately. They're great. They're funny. They're good. I take it to heart, and I like it. Fast Keto Prime, I know you've been lurking around these parts for a while, and I appreciate that you appreciate what we do here. And I really appreciate the support from everybody. Uh, Cesar Campos. Cesar Campos. Cesar Campos. For, for the intersectional crowd. Cesar Campos. <laughs> Cesar Campos says uh, he's a combination of Wayne Static and Suge Knight. Wayne Static and Suge Knight. I don't know Wayne Static. I'm, I must be old man. I like, and they no connection. Dude. Like all of a sudden. That's Terrence McKenna. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> um, an army of trolls descended. And all of a sudden, the pain started. 
and I started to project out. It was a very bad um, scene, and thankfully my body violently rejected every it was last like bit. Giant hermaphroditic sword on. I'm a soy boy because I love soy. Doing this while you're throwing up. I'm so mad. I'm like. Oh my God, I didn't even make it in the bathroom. It was a horrible mess. Hagito Ubrake says, I, I appreciate you appreciating his appreciation. And I just have to stop this and tell you that from the bottom of my heart, Megiddo Ubrake, I appreciate you appreciating me appreciating his appreciation. And I bet if you, I were to ask him that he would also appreciate your appreciation of me appreciating your appreciation. So let me know if you appreciate that. And if you guys appreciate that, hit the thumbs up. Right? And you know, and the irony is it didn't taste very good. The sneakers used up one the thing, and I'm forcing myself to eat because they're just so righteous. Oh, I'm like super healthy. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger. Than this you. is how I look if no one's the big man, the big daddy. <laughs> Dude, I, this I could this is like an intro, man. This could be an intro to my channel. Like you I I need more edits. I need more edits from Carnivore Alliance. We need more. There we go. What's up with all these fake ones? All these fake... They always come. I need boyfriend. I feel hot. You hey, sweetheart. You get those like right away on videos now, these bots. Oh, and I offered to my, to my beloved... That was a good one. The big man. The big daddy. Oh, and I offered to my, to my beloved... Thanks for you. Oh, well. Oh, my God. So I did not end up having to go to the hospital, but I know all about the cyanide remedies now, but how funny. And wouldn't that be the ironic how not, author of How Not to Die? Here's his gravestone. Because he ain't buried. I was just, the you know, irony. Anyway, that was, <laughs> that was. <laughs> this is from, if you guys, this clip is from, we did some, this must have been two years ago. Maybe it was up to two years ago, as little as one year ago, when Dr. Greger was on Brian Rose, London Real, before London Real blew up with all the COVID censorship and the, the, the Ike episodes. Uh, London Real, when it was a little bit smaller, and he was in his vegan phase, he had some of these vegan docs on, and he had just come out of his vegan phase, and Dr. Greger came on. Fantastic episode from Brian uh, Rose on London Real. He actually did a very good job of very kindly, gently, nicely, and covertly in certain ways exposing Dr. Greger for what a dork he is. Um, check that episode out if you want to see where some of these are, are coming from. That was a bad day. I am a soy boy because I love soy. Were you all right? Was it I was, I was, no, it's totally fine. But, uh, but and it was just because my body was so smart. To, to just completely so smart. His body's so smart. Of everything you're um, wow. Wow. Okay, that's a bad day. <laughs> Revenge of the plants. <laughs> again, again, like you said, the little machinos. They were like offering me these Keebler treats. They're like, dude. So, so that Google it before you eat it. You're not getting enough nutrition on a plant-based diet. Oh. They stopped eating meat, and they legit feel like crap. I better get back. And then they go back to meat, and they feel better. Um, and the only thing one really has to seriously be concerned about on a plant-based diet is getting a regular, reliable source of vitamin B12. Vitamin. Vitamin B12. Otherwise, <laughs> you can end up uh, paralyzed eventually.
Okay. Yep. There's a happy note! <laughs> but serious shit! None of those things matter anymore. It's the carnivore diets cured them and stuff, and vegan diet was the thing that wronged them, and then this new diet is the thing that's, that's curing them. Oh <laughs> I love how they try to make it this either or. Like all of the ex-vegans, they just—they're going carnivore because they just want to be on a fad diet. No, no, ex-vegans—they start eating meat again. Some of them end up on carnivore. Some of them end up not being able to eat anything but meat for a little while. But this is not just like, oh, I got to jump to the next fad. It's—they're just not vegan anymore. Most of these vegans are not going full carnivore. I love that they—they they always got to straw man it. They always got to make up their little fake straw man to take it down. And I think everyone loves to hear. You know, good news about the bad habits. But in the he doesn't want to be told. Like I mean, I don't know. Like if there, there was an excuse to like, you know, bacon and like I could just step through and do like fucking Stargate. And I'm like standing there like Kurt Russell in Stargate, like about to put my hand through the veil. And all of a sudden I see somebody has a and I hear in my own voice, you're not a normal person, dude. You're God, bro. And I was just like, How dare you? Whoa. We've got to band together. We've got to become a united front. A united front. We got to band together. We got to become a united front. That was freaking brilliant. So, so fucking good. Someone says this is like a Gitmo torture video. That's like that's like a Gitmo torture video. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That was so. B Bracken says it's like MK Ultra programming. That was funny. All right, Carnivore Alliance, appreciate that man, and I really appreciate the super chats too, dude. You came through again. I'm sorry. I thought you were just when you sent me the link and it didn't work. I was like, I got confused. I got confused. Like, what is this? What is this? But you came through. You came through. Appreciate that. Let's see. I don't. All right. We had two musical tracks today. Two new musical tracks. That was that was really good. Right, so Priya, I'm sure Priya would have appreciated that. Priya, you can also see Priya here. All right. We're talking about flinging poopies and slow and slinging boobies. Um, just in case you you missed this one, back at the Bernie Sanders rally. Here we go. Here's here's Priya, another one of the DXE, DXE cult members. Let's see how they do this. Uh, let's see what they do for the animals. Learn about their activism a little bit more. Woman! Oh, 
I'm an educated woman. Look at my boobs. Look at my boobs. I'm so educated. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Look at my boobies. Boobies. I got boobies, daddy. Look at my boobies, daddy. Stop drinking the milk. The milk's so mean. I love the animals. Walk in my mind. Look at my boobies. Topless protesters disrupt Bernie Sanders' rally in Nevada. Topless protesters crashed the stage at a Bernie Sanders campaign rally in Nevada, calling for the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate to end his support for the dairy industry. In animal agriculture. So instead of just ignoring these dumb fucks, you even get a free article from CNN hosted up there. You get it all. And that's how you do it for the animals, guys. That's how you do it. That's how you save the animals. And the animals are just begging you to do this. <laughs> like the boss man says, the animals told them to do that. We're doing this for the animals. We're showing our titties for the animals. Showing our titties for the animals. Alright, so DXE, everybody. DXE. Getting topless. Grooming the little ladies. DXE. I mean, the, the, the way that they do their activism. The way that they do, they do their activism is if you're trying to empower the animals, how does. Ritually humiliating and dehumanizing women in public, covering them in feces or fake blood or having them fake their own death. How is that helping the animals? How is putting blood all over a bunch of young girls' tits saving the animals? I just, maybe I'm ignorant, maybe I'm just too bigoted, maybe I'm not um, progressive and artistic. Enough to get to get it, but to me it just seems like you guys are uh, like you guys are throwing some hissy fits. You guys are throwing hissy fits and showing your titties and trying to get some attention. So now this is news. I mean, just consistent reports about DXE. Now this is news reporting on it. But we're gonna come back. We'll uh, maybe we'll check out some more of Leafy Greens. Video. I mean, we watched a lot of the cult of Wayne Shung. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to stop on the part where the girls with poop all over her in the street. That was one of the most offensive and dehumanizing images that they they had here. Oh, here's one. Dress up with pig masks and put fake blood all over your hands. Here's a pig mask and fake blood. Like this is this is empowerment for the animals. This is why your dad paid two hundred thousand dollars a year. So that you could live in your nice studio apartment in Berkeley, California, and get diddled by Wayne Shung. Good work. Good work. Okay, we're done with you. We're done with y'all. Wayne. Wayne, you're out of here. We have several options. We have several options on where we could take this, okay? Several options. We've got option number one. <laughs> We've got some of these vegan kooks talking about they was never really vegan. We've got that. We got option number one. That's that's more funny. Pretty funny. We've also got option number two. Those annoying vegans. Those annoying vegans. This could be funny. It could be disturbing. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I know it's going to be interesting. So we got those annoying vegans versus. Hudson Tarlow 
And I'll, we'll take a vote. Ex-vegans, please, says eternal love and gratitude. We'll take a vote. So we're taking that one to heart, eternal love and gratitude. If you guys, if you guys got a preference, you want to send that preference via Streamlabs. If you want to throw some of that leverage, throw some of your shekels this way to this non-essential. Cyclone B, these vegans are so woke, they'll put you to sleep. Oh, okay. Remembering Betunia. Remembering sweet, sweet Betunia. I think we should save the vegan, the annoying vegans one for a few days from now because it's a, uh, it's a doozy and there's a lot of footage. There's a lot of footage. We're going to, I think we're going with, I think we're going to go with, uh, with vegan activists, ex-vegans. They were never really vegan. Never really vegan. So these vegan activists, they're fun. It's, it's lighthearted. The, uh, there's going to have to be some serious there's going to be some serious talk about those, those annoying vegans. Those annoying vegans, you're not off the hook. We're coming back to you. We're going to circle back around the wagon. We're coming back to you, and you're not getting off the hook. You're not getting off the hook. Anna and Brian, we're coming for you, all right? Get your shit together. We got Batunia Gate 2.0, Houdini Gate is coming. We're doing that. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow or the next day. Um, let's see. We was berry pickers. There we go. We was berry pickers and shit. You guys remember that? We was berry pickers. That was a good, that was a good episode back in the day. All right. So I found this one. If you just you know, search Mike Tyson vegan, all these vegans are freaking out. So we have a couple videos here. We can either do, all right, we'll start. We'll probably do both of them. We'll let you guys choose. Whoever sends us, let's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to extort a uh, Streamlabs or Super Chat from you guys right now. We got the option of meat is manly and going vegan is not parody. So a vegan doing comedy. We got a vegan being funny, which that is bound to be fucking hilarious. A vegan trying to be funny. And then we've also got ex-vegans were never really vegan. That's another possibility. Two of these videos, ex-vegans were never vegan or a vegan parody, vegan trying to be funny. Somebody, somebody pick with a super chat. <laughs> uh, Keto Fast Prime, I already read that one. Come over here. What's up? Okay. Okay's up in the chat. Man, I'm having some orgasmic French Roquefort and Comte cheese with some effing good meat. Love France for this. That's cool. That sounds really good. I love cheese too. I actually I have some cheese right next to me. Look at this. I got I've been nibbling on it. You probably saw me nibbling on it every every now and then. This is an age. This is probably like four months. It's called it's a Montasio cheese, it's called, but uh, this is aged for about four months and it's really good. It tastes, if it went for a year, it would probably taste like Parmesan. <laughs> All right. All right, I tried. Nobody's going to pick with the Super Chat, so we're going to go with, we'll go with ex-vegans first. We met Hudson Tarlow the other day. Young, up-and-coming activist. Young, up-and-coming Zoomer. Here we go. Now, here's something I think is really important that we talk about. Especially- <laughs> Dude, are you in the principal's office? <laughs> are you are you at the uh, what did they have? It was it was called like peer the peer advocates. Now peer. Um, we had this thing when I was in high school. And it's like, instead of going to the principal, the, he, was, he was always a vice principal, right? 
why a vice principal is always such a piece of shit. It was, it was always the vice principal who doled out the punishments and it's like the layer up after the referral from the teacher. But then we had this thing where it was like peer advocates, I think they called it. It was like you get together in a group of peers. And this was in seventh and eighth grade. It was so funny. There were groups of kids who would try to be the counselor type peer facilitators. And when there was a conflict, you can go and talk it over in a group therapy with other 7th and 8th graders. So what we used to do is make up fake conflicts to get out of class. And we'd make up stories. And we'd have me and a shout out to Matt Rodriguez. I barely even knew Matt. But everyone, he was, Matt was super funny. And me and Matt both, we, we came up with this, uh, <laughs> this kind of like loose script. And uh, we just improv it all. But we went to the up here advocates and, and had this whole scene that we had thought up. It was ridiculous. But you could do this and get out of class. And this is what it reminds me of. I don't know why. The, the, door, the door behind him, the metal door. You're either in a dorm room. Or uh, <laughs> the freaking principal's office or something. Especially in the climate of the animal rights movement right now in September of 2020. And that is ex-veganism. More <sighs> and more in the past few years, celebrities have been coming out saying that they're no longer vegan. And notably in the past few weeks, Miley Cyrus came out on Joe Rogan's podcast and then... Days later, Mike Tyson came out on Joe Rogan's podcast. Both of them are people that the vegan community has worshipped for being vegan and being a supporter of animal rights. You vegans will worship anybody who has the tiny bit of fame or clout and you'll latch onto them and try to project all of the greatness of veganism onto this person and they always let you down because most people leave veganism because veganism is stupid. They both revealed that they're no longer vegan. And I think it's important that we talk about this topic because for one, ex-veganism and ex-vegans are- so you guys know, somebody's asked, what are you looking at? Jordan Thorpe says, what are you looking at? He's, he's talking to his icon of Dr. Gregory. He has, he has one of those digital, uh, those digital frames. Have you seen those? They're really cool. The digital picture frames so that you don't have to have a real picture. You can have a digital picture frame, and it's like futuristic and uh, progressive and sciency. Uh, he's got he's got a digital picture frame, and it plays this GIF, and he prays to it. Let's see, where is it? It prays this one. He prays. <laughs> it just plays this over and over again, and this is what he's talking to in the video. For those of you who don't who don't know already, this is Dr. Greger, living icon, digital icon. Or something that from my perspective, don't even exist. What are your thoughts, Jacob? So first, let me start by saying that not only as a society, but particularly in the vegan movement, the animal rights movement, we need to stop worshiping at the altar of celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just gonna let you down. They're just gonna let you down, oh no. Oh, no. We need to stop attaching our values and having these celebrities spearhead our movement because... Because I want to be the new celebrity. This is how you do this guy's voice. You got to sound like you trying to sound kind of street, but you also kind of trying to sound like you have an IQ greater than 65. Okay, so let me break this down for you. No such thing as an ex-vegan. 
Just say it. Just say it. They were never really vegan. We know. We know it's coming. We know it's coming. They did it wrong. They were never vegan. I understand that they have a large audience that they can have a huge reach to. However, when they go back and start eating animals again, they send the same message to the audience that we were trying to reach in the first place. So now instead of us getting the true message conveyed as a vehicle of animal rights, they now see that veganism is not attainable because of what their favorite celebrity said, who probably wasn't even really in it for the right intentions in the first place. But outside of that, I truly believe that there is no such thing as an ex-vegan. <laughs> in order to get to that point, we have to define what a vegan is and then what they're not. So obviously veganism is a ethical stance. It comes from morality. It is anti-animal abuse. It is the principle that animals should not be exploited, should not be commodified. Let me read that. Let me redefine veganism for you. Let me just define it. Isn't it funny? They all have their own definition of what veganism is. They just get to make it up. You just get to make it up. What is veganism? I don't know. Whatever I say it is today. Whatever I freaking say it is. It's funny. They get so concerned with these vegans leaving. They get so upset when these vegans leave. Why is that? Why do they get so upset when they leave? They're coming up with these ways to preemptively kind of like social media audit other vegans. Remember that last video we watched where the guy said, and I think it's the I'm same. I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Look, Hench, don't interrupt, dude. We know. We know. Just listen for once. Now you, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. They're, I mean, they're preemptively trying to shame people who they think might leave veganism. And they're trying to set it up and frame their cult now to kind of make a bulwark, to kind of make a, uh, a moat so that none of these ex-vegans can affect their movement again. None of them have really figured out what the magic words are to discredit all of the ex-vegans. But I guess they're, they're on this whole thing now, I guess, of no... Like you can't... You can't put anyone on a pedestal. They keep saying, keep saying, you put him on a pedestal. John Venus. We were so nice to him. And we looked up to him too much. We can't, we got to stop looking up to people. Because they're just going to disappoint us. And it's a classic cult mentality. When you look at Scientology and the kind of gang stalking that they do of ex-Scientology cults, they get pissed off. There's nothing that pisses off a cult leader more than losing control over the people, the members of the cult. And the cult dynamics on, uh, of veganism and on vegan YouTube, it works just like Jonestown. It works just like freaking Jonestown. It's, in, in, a, in a few years, the vegans, they're going to have them, uh, they'll, have, they'll have Kool-Aid drinking rituals where you gotta, you got to show your willingness to sacrifice yourself for the animals. Right? You, and Vegan Gains even says this. Vegan Gains has even voiced that. If you won't die for the animals, if you won't deteriorate and die, let yourself wither away and suffer and die for the animals, you're not really vegan. I mean, Jim Jones used to, Jim Jones primed his cult with all sorts of strange rituals, one of them which was doing mock sacrifices. Mock human sacrifices. He would give them, he would, he, was, he would call meetings, and he would give everybody a glass with some wine or some juice 
and this inverted blasphemous communion demonic ritual. And then guess what he would do? They would drink, they all drink the juice. And he tells him, you just drank poison. In an hour, you're all going to be dead. And then just sits back and watched. He would sit back and watch what the people in the audience would do, what his cult members would do when he told them, you're about to die. Now, some mothers would start freaking out and like, ah! Others were just stone cold dead. Dead-eyed stare, dead-eyed vegan style stare. And eventually, that got a little bit darker than even that. But that's how he primed them, right? You get these vegans, they're going out there, they're doing mock human sacrifice, mock um, self-flagellation rituals, covering themselves with blood, doing human die-ins. <laughs> it's insane. Here's a clip. I think this is, let's see. I think this is the, the clip I was looking for about, about Jonestown. We call them together and ask them whether this movement was worth dying for. I'm talking about planning your death for the victory of the... So here's the future of veganism right here. Three, he would call them together and ask them whether this movement was worth dying for. I'm talking about planning your death for the victory of the people, for socialism, for communism, for black liberation, for oppressed liberation. He floats the idea. What about staging a, you know, a suicide to get attention, to protest capitalism in support of socialism? These mind control cults, these freaking mind control cults. It's a science. It's a science. And these little side, little sideshow demons like uh, DXE, Joey Carvstrong, and all these idiots, uh, anonymous for the voiceless, with their and PETA. They pick up on some of the techniques and they're clever enough to latch on to some of them and use them for manipulation. But when you look at Jonestown, it was like this full-on immersion fucking MKUltra summer camp. He, he told them exactly what he was doing. He said, I expect you to die for this movement. And he would ritually have them perform their death. Three, he would call them together and ask them whether this movement was worth dying for. I'm talking about planning your death for the victory of the people, for socialism, for communism, for black liberation. Oh, for the animals, for animal liberation. And, the, and Vegan Gaines even says, you He's should be slain. ready to do that. Vegan Gaines wouldn't die for these animals. Vegan Gaines wouldn't die for anything. But they... they they want you to be able to. They want, their, they want the acolytes of their cult to be ready to. But they themselves aren't willing to do it. ...or killed unjustly, whether it be for food, clothing, entertainment, or regardless of what it is. So if you're an ex-vegan, then by definition, that means that you no longer share these ethical or moral standpoints and that you just don't care about what happens to animals. And I think that once you make the connection, you just don't turn back. You don't see it happen with any other injustice. You don't see it happen with any other injustice. Here he goes. You, you don't be against child abuse. And then suddenly, hey, I want to go abuse children. Now they always use this same rhetoric. And they get lists of their talking points from some of these well-funded organizations. Isn't that funny? where they have a strong stance against something and then they flip-flop and become someone who speaks up against that movement that they once were a part of. That happens all the time, dude. 
What are you talking about? That happens all the time. This is how delusional these people are. There's so many, like, I mean, look at, uh, look at, like, some of the, just the goofy-ass, alt-light, fake right-wing personalities. Blair White and shit like that, right? These SJW, like, trans people who suddenly, oh, now I'm, I'm a based Republican now. Look at me. I got a red MAGA hat on. Right? You see this all the time. You see this all the time in all sorts of movements. People realize that they were wrong. No, in veganism, you're never allowed to change your mind. You're never allowed to change your mind in veganism. It's impossible. What do you this is delusion? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think with any other injustice, once you recognize that what you're participating in is wrong, for example, let's say you are abusing your child, once you recognize that that is wrong, you have made that moral connection. There's no going back. No so here, let me give you guys, I know, I know you vegans, you like examples. Let me give you an example. Say you believed in veganism because you wanted to reduce the suffering and the harm done to animals. And then you realize that more animals are going to die to feed you soy, soy and corn. And then you realize that there's more deaths of small animals in the crop protection industry alone from you eating plant foods if you were to just exclusively eat beef. Right? Say you realize some of these inadequacies of the vegan worldview. You realize some of the contradictions. Right? And then say you realize that a vegan diet is completely destroying. It was completely destroying your children's health and their teeth started falling apart like a lot of these vegans get woke up by their children experiencing negative health repercussions from this. Right? And then you decide not to be vegan anymore and to warn other people that they're abusing their children by forcing their children to be on vegan diets and they're going to turn them into decrepit, sickly, weak, frail-bodied, and addled-minded children. When they realize this, they say, okay, no, 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 let's, let's back up. Let's see where we went wrong here and let's change our perspective. That's what happens all the time. It happens all the time. People change their mind. People realize they were wrong and then they see why they were wrong and they change. Nobody would ever say, yeah, I, well, I recognized that child abuse is wrong for about three years and then I eased back into it, you know, just did a bit, now I do a bit here and there just because it's something that I enjoy doing. And we need to be really clear on, yeah, I agree, what veganism is because all these ex-vegans they always come at it from a diet point of view. We just heard Miley Cyrus and Mike Tyson and every other celebrity, every other person when we talk to on the streets, whenever they say they're no longer vegan, they're always treating it like a diet. They're saying... No. And that's another lie. You got people that were genuine activists and that saw how shitty the world of these full-time activists is, right? You had Tommy Kelly, who saw firsthand the weirdness of people like Joey Carbstrong, Earthling Ed, Hange Herbivore, who saw firsthand the weirdness and the funding mechanisms behind the SAVE movement, who saw firsthand the corruption at the soul of your stupid movement that you're riding the coattails of, kid. And I know you're blinded. You're, maybe you're seeing all this money's floating around. Ooh, I might be able to become, become a millionaire. I might be able to get a million bucks like A.V. or Joey Carbstrong. 
That's going to make it even harder. The more money that gets pumped into these act, advocate groups, I'm sorry, uh, activist groups, the harder it's going to be for these activists to actually see how stupid what they're doing is. Because they're going to be rewarded by it monetarily. They're rewarded by it in their ego. They're rewarded by it with the false feedback loops that they're given from the fake friends that they have on the internet, from the thumbs up. They're snorting like lines of coke. It becomes harder. They get hooked on this stuff. Because of nutritional reasons, I had to go back to abusing animals. And I think it's really important that we don't perpetuate veganism as a diet because oftentimes we can tie it in with plant-based eating. And that's something that I'm guilty of, of doing a lot. And I think we need to be very clear that a plant-based diet has nothing to do with veganism because you can easily go back on a plant-based diet and you can justify it from a health point of view. You can say, hey, you know, I was... Okay. What is the definition of veganism? You guys can't even define it. And the very definition of veganism makes me a vegan. The official vegan society's definition of veganism makes me a vegan. As practicably <laughs> as possible. As practicably as possible. I am a vegan. It's practicable for me to eat basically zero vegan foods. D doing a certain training program at the gym, I was cutting, but you know, now I'm bulking and my body works better eating a little bit of animal products. I feel a little bit better. And we need to be really clear that veganism is not a diet that you do for a certain amount of time to get health results. And when you're not getting those results, you go back. And I think we should really tie in that imperative that no matter your ability to plan a diet, that does not justify you to abuse animals. Just because you can't properly plan a diet, you don't have the right to cut the throats open of animals. Yeah, I mean, we all have a responsibility to ourselves as individuals to take care of ourselves. And the fact that people can't seem to form an informed relationship with their food, like you said, is not a justification to cut an animal's head off for a sandwich. But even past that, so a lot of these quote unquote ex vegans will use the quote unquote. Oh, you get you hear that quote unquote lifestyle didn't work for me out, which to me is just an easy get out of jail free card so that they make themselves the victim. And people think that they're just suffering beyond belief and they're so victimized and they needed to just get those magical meats back in their life when the real victims, the only victims are the animals who are being forced into slaughter. So outside of that, even though their, their reasoning is usually absolutely ludicrous, it makes no sense if you know anything about nutrition or lifestyle. No, anything about anything. You know that they don't know anything about anything because we know everything about everything. And they know nothing about nothing. If you agree with me, then you know everything on anything. If you disagree with me, you don't know nothing about nothing. Style, but... Let's put that logic anywhere else. Let's hypothetically say standard North American dieters, right? A large majority of them are overweight, are sick, are dropping like flies. They don't feel good. They're, you know, depressed, whatever. Someone says, did he just compare children with animals? Yes. That's what they're always doing. They always want to act like children and crickets and chickens are the same thing. If you, your child is just an animal. We're going to give animals the same rights as your child. 
That's what these people want. Might be. How come you don't hear them saying, well, I'm an ex-omnivore or I'm an ex-standard North American dieter because my health is failing on the lifestyle that I chose? Yeah, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. People's health is failing and they search for other options other than the standard medical interventions that you get from Big Pharma. And they come upon dietary interventions like ketogenic diets, paleo, carnivore. And they find communities of people who are actually exploring these things and doing legitimate inquiry, right? engaged in le the legitimate scientific process, not like these ideologues <laughs> that just repeat shit. Like your boy, Dr. Greger. Right? There's an astronomic number of people whose health are failing them because of the lifestyle they live. How come they're not making a change and attaching it to what they've been eating or how they've been living. It seems to only come when you start to be a vegan or eat this plant-based lifestyle that all of a sudden you're just starving to death and you're nutrient deficient and you're feeling... This dude is so... You're right. Crispy Johnson says he's as boring as those annoying people. He's quite, a, quite boring. Quite boring. Freaking vegan street activist. He's from the streets, though. He's urban. Is that veganism is unrealistic, that it makes no sense, yeah. and yeah. that animals should have their heads cut off. And that, to me, is moving backwards. The animals are food. <laughs> is this a high school podcast project? Yeah, this is, this is cute. You guys, you guys are doing a great job at your, uh, for your, I don't know, what do you call it, AV class? Called it AV club back in the day. This dude couldn't hold up a gallon of water without complaining about how heavy it is. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's, he he what's, he's carrying that heavy-ass mane on his head. <laughs> All right. So they were never really vegan. Never really vegan. It's not as, not as funny as some of, the, some of these other videos that we've got queued here. Where is that? Yeah, let's pull back on the Jim Jones. There's a bunch of stuff queued up here. A whole bunch of stuff. What's the funniest one? All right, here we go. We got Alpha Apex Predator here. We've got Lifting Vegan Logic. Lifting Vegan Logic. He's lifter. He's logical. Then he's vegan. And here we go. Here's his comedy. Let's check out this, this parody here. We got some vegan. Vegans are just so beta and myself with my gummy bears, my credit card, my car, my heart disease, my erectile dysfunction and all these things just make me the most alpha mother on this planet. I cannot be stopped. Hey, what is up guys? So <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> You're so right. People who don't like veganism are just toxically masculine idiots who are just so materialistic and all they care about is their car and their gummy bears and their pee pee that doesn't work. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, that's, that's your opener? That's your freaking opener? All right, well, this is going to be good. Vegan Phobic Chat, donate 499 through Super Chat. What's up, Vegan Phobic? Guys, make sure to check out Vegan Phobic's channel, one of the better, funnier channels out there. Vegan Phobic Chat says, When Billie Eilish quits, their knees will buckle. Veganism spreads with the worship and idolization of man. 
<laughs> well said, my friend. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for the support. See, I, I, get, I get stoked. I get some support from some of my favorite channels. And that always puts a smile on my face. So you guys, if you guys want more of these streams, you guys like these weekend streams, you guys like these streams at this hour, make sure to support. Send them super chats. The best way to send the super chats, though, is via Streamlabs. The Streamlabs is the best. Support the stream. We don't get, we don't get them big donors, the big daddies. We need y'all to support the channel here. We don't get the big money from the big foundations like these vegans do. All right, let's, uh, let's go back to the beginning. So right off the bat, if you're not vegan, if you don't listen to our, our fake Adventist studies, Beyond Meatless, ooh, Beyond Meatless, I wonder if there was any corporate influence in the title of that study. If you don't go vegan, this is what you're going to be like. This is what all non-vegans are like. Check it out. Vegans are just so beta, and myself with my gummy bears, my credit card, my car, my heart disease, my erectile dysfunction, and all these things just make me the most alpha mother on this planet. I, I love how they, they, they pick on the things that they're actually insecure about, right? It's, it's funny, like this internet culture, the internet nitpick culture from these people, it's always stuff like, oh, you're going to get erectile dysfunction. Right? You, you're, you're not going to fuck well. No one's going to fuck you. Right? You're, you're going to smell. <laughs> you're going to smell like rotting flesh if you eat meat. The lowest common denominator that they appeal to. Oh, erectile dysfunction. You get heart disease. You're going to die heart disease. That's your opener, dude. Non-vegans have erectile dysfunction and heart disease. Oh, man. I better go vegan. Then my pee-pee will work and I won't die. Oh, man. You convinced me, bro. That close-up of your spittle-addled cotton mouth weird fucking mouth really got me cannot be stopped hey what is up guys so i have another video today hating on vegans okay i remember this guy this is the guy that every time when he talks he can't talk without doing the shoulder movement hey guys it's me if you want to count the syllables of the words that i'm saying just see how many times my head bobs and my shoulders move because i can't say a syllable without moving <laughs> <laughs> The most annoying people on this planet. Annoying. Annoying. People that are against animal abuse. And today, this video of hating on vegans is going to be about how vegans have no idea how much of an apex predator I am and how my being of an apex predator and the most alpha being on this planet serves as a justification for me to continue to pay for animals to be tortured and murdered on my behalf. What an amazing parody. Whoa, dude. Non-vegans are murderers. That's a new one, bro. Non-vegans, toxic masculine murderers. <laughs> Whoa. Are they racist too? Are they homophobes? <laughs> are they bigots? I'm the most alpha being on this mother planet. Dude, you're right. so right. Did you ever notice that people who are not vegan, they think they're so alpha, but they're just not alpha. Do you ever notice that? I don't need to be a vegan. Humans are the apex predators. And once again, that is going to be the subject of this video. I know vegans just like to eat grass, but like, I am not just a random stag or cow, you know, herbivore eating grass. I am the apex. All right. So we're going to go over today 
what exactly that means and how because I'm such an apex predator, I don't need to be a vegan. Now, words really cannot describe how confident I am. Because it has nothing to do with anything else other than just this false idealism about being an apex predator. That's why people don't go vegan. They just care about seeming cool like an apex predator. Okay. The fact that I'm just an apex predator. And although I just said that words can't describe it, I actually made a shirt to try and describe what a predator is and how I am such an apex predator. So it's abundantly obvious that vegans do not know what a predator is because you know if they did know what a predator was, they wouldn't be telling me to go and start eating grass. So I decided to actually what? define the word for them in the form of a shirt. So here's a close-up of what the shirt says. Vegans, if you're watching, please listen to me read the shirt carefully. I know this is a very complex word for your B12 deficient cells. So the shirt... <laughs> this is supposed to... This is vegan activism, right? This is supposed to be vegan activism. Let me give you a little hint. Uh, lifting vegan logic. Mr. Logic, can I give you a hint? Can I give you a hint? If you're trying to make a video that's parody of non-vegans in order to make veganism seem appealing, make it to where people outside the vegan community would know what the fuck you're talking about. Some of my audience, and yes, I know what you're talking about here, the stupid little wannabe like inside jokes you have. Dude, even vegans don't get your weird, stupid, wannabe sense of irony here. Vegans don't understand irony at all. Vegans are iron deficient. <laughs> vegans don't even eat bioavailable heme iron. So you're iron deficient, wannabe irony-wielding ass needs to take a second and realize what audience are you trying to reach. If you're just trying to make people within the vegan echo chamber feel better and pat themselves on the back. I guess this is, this video maybe is good, but dude, who is your audience? Nobody gets these dumb jokes. And to, like the people that do actually maybe see what you're doing, which there's a few here in my audience, we see what's actually happening here. You're coping, dude. You're coping. <laughs> it reads, predator, pronunciation, circle of life, noun, an animal that... Dude. You're making it, how many of these t-shirts are you going to sell? Look, I know you're, you're trying to fund your activism by selling your t-shirts. Barely any of the vegan community even understands what you're saying here. Pay somebody else to kill their prey for them, does not eat raw meat, shops at the local grocery store. And then for synonyms, we have food chain though, canines though, clogged arteries are manly. All right, so before I explain what I mean by this shirt, let me just say that if you like this shirt, my teespring is linked below. Oh yeah, we get it. You want to sell the shirt where you can purchase it so that you can define predator for all these stupid are you, vegans. Are you going to spend five minutes trying to explain your stupid joke now? That don't understand are you that humans freaking are kidding me? predators that are at the top of the food chain. So one of the main reasons I want you guys to pay for the shirt is so that you can give me money so I can continue to be an alpha and pay for innocent beings to be murdered while in the dangerous place that is the grocery store. It is just so dangerous, and like I said before, I am the alpha. Also, the shirt comes in multiple clothing styles and colors. So again, if you're interested in giving me money so I can pay for innocent beings to be murdered, please do not hesitate. So anyway, let me explain what this extremely sensible shirt says. So obviously- Dude, all right, this is supposed to be a parody. It's supposed to be funny. You have this dumb, scary music behind you. <laughs> what mood are you trying to set? This is one of the stupidest edits I've ever seen. You need to take some editing lessons from Carnivore Alliance and have them. <laughs> Carniv 
You take take a thousand Adderalls and edit like carnivore lions here. This is boring, dude. This doesn't make any sense. Nobody bought your shirt. Let's go. Let's go check out the link to his shirt. Look, he he cited sources. He cited sources for his parody video. Sources, bro. Do you have some citations for that parody? Hey, do you have a peer-reviewed, double-blind uh, study citation that 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 joke was funny? Because I don't, I don't really think it was funny. You, can you provide a citation to prove me that it's funny? <laughs> the shirt says "Predator" at the top. The this is how vegans do comedy. They make a shirt and then describe to you what's on the shirt and tell you why it's funny. <laughs> this is like this is high-level comedy, guys. Do you not understand. So anyway, let me explain what this extremely sensible shirt says. So obviously, the shirt says predator at the top. The pronunciation is circle of life, and it is a noun. The reason the pronunciation is circle of life is because I think murder is justified because circle of life, though. And for some really weird reasons, vegans don't think that I get to just murder everybody I want because the circle of life in nature involves killing. Murder everybody. <laughs> okay. This is, again, this is vegan comedy. Like, vegans think that me, as a civilized human being, shouldn't behave like a lion and just commit infanticide toward my kids. Like infanticide. One of, the, one of the favorite vegan pastimes. I'm sorry. But when you do infanticide to a human being, it's reproductive health services, right? Lifting vegan logic. What is it called when you kill a seven-month-old seven human baby in the wound? What is that called? Is that, what's that called? Not infanticide? What is an egg called? Is that murder? Is that infanticide? <laughs> there's never any there's never any consistency here is there a punchline coming what's up with it what's up with it Where, where's, the, where's the joke dude we get it you made a shirt and you're like, reading your shirt vegans think that me as a civilized human being shouldn't behave like a lion and just commit infanticide toward my kids like if lions commit infanticide and eat their kids why don't I get to just do that too it's just the circle of life this is the craziest idea of them all from vegans. Like how absolutely extreme of them to think that I shouldn't be using the act of a non-moral agent murdering their children as a moral justification for me. So why are, why are animals not moral agents and why are humans moral agents? What gives us moral agency? Where do we derive this moral agency? And in your worldview, how do we know what is morally right and wrong? So something that the vegans can never answer, always ask them this. And if you, are coming from a materialist, nihilistic standpoint. You can't stand up against veganism. You can't stand up against transhumanism. You can't stand up against the people trying to normalize pedophilia. You can't stand up against all the LGBTQIA+. If you're coming from a place of secular humanism and of nihilism and of materialism, you can't refute any of these worldviews. But these people ground their metaphysical claims in nothing. And they're not able to back it up. So you always got to ask them about this. All right, Lifting Vegan Logic, what's up? You're so logical. Um, and since we're watching your video, this might be the, we, I don't know, we might watch one more after this. Probably not your video. But uh, why don't you come on the channel for a debate, man? You're so logical. You're going to slay the carnist. Come on and, and show us how logical you are. And come discuss vegan ethics and morality. All right? You're a small channel. We've got a big audience here. They would love to see you come on. And you come beat me up with your vegan logic. Killing my children. Vegans are just so illogical. Please stop being so pushy and pushing your illogical beliefs on me and let me 
kill and eat my children. <gasps> kill and eat my children. There we go. So that's vegan comedy for you. I'm his vegan vegan doing a parody of a non-vegan. And oh, I'm gonna eat my own children because I'm non-vegan. This is so funny, dude. You're so bad. This is deep cutting. You just cut right to the bone, bro. What amazing social commentary, dude. You are so, so righteous, bruh. Act of a non-moral agent murdering their children as a moral justification for me killing my children. Vegans are just so illogical. Please stop being so pushy and pushing your illogical beliefs on me and let me kill and eat my children. Thank you. Now the first definition reads, an animal that pays for somebody else to kill their prey for them. All right, guys, I need to explain this one in depth. I am just so alpha that I don't even kill my own prey. You know what is more alpha than chasing down and overpowering? So again, they're always coming with this argument like, oh, well, if you don't kill all your prey, you're not really like alpha. Dude, nobody's over here trying to say that we're, we're going to be alpha. That's, that's not the argument, dude. Yeah, there's some shitty arguments put out there on the internet, but like, I don't see anybody making the argument, oh, this is why you need to eat meat so you can feel superior and alpha. This is your projection. Why are you projecting that? Why do you feel the need to project that? Isn't that kind of weird? Doesn't that kind of show something about what you think life's all about? Right? Maybe the way that you're interpreting the world shows you something more about yourself than it does about the world. Maybe you got to clean off the fog in your mirror there, dude. You're too close to it. Bringing killing your prey? Standing at a cash register reaching in my wallet, grabbing my credit card, handing it to the cashier, and then purchasing my prepackaged prey, which I took no part in when it comes to actually killing them. Like, yo, I am the literal definition of an apex alpha predator. Okay, so if you're, you're gonna criticize people who don't eat vegan food, right? If you're not a vegan, then you're a fake alpha so I guess then vegans aren't allowed to buy things with credit cards. Vegans aren't allowed to purchase food from the grocery store. Vegans have to go procure all their own food. Everything I've eaten today comes from the valley we live in here. Most of the food, except I had a little bit of papaya earlier, that wasn't from our own land. Most of the food I ate today was from our own land, from our own animals. Right? I'm not here doing that because I want to be alpha. I'm doing that because I want to be able to provide for my children. I want to give them useful skills. Useful skills in life. Like how to feed themselves. How to nourish themselves properly. Not useful skills on how to make stupid, fake, gay little parody videos. Where the only way that it's funny is in an ironic way of people laughing at you. Because you're so unaware of how fucking cringe and stupid you are. And I'm trying to teach my children real skills. Like how to discern how fucking stupid you are. To stay away from people like you and not be influenced by idiot, vain retards like you. I'm trying to teach my children real skills like how to procure food in their natural environment. How to improve upon their environment and improve the production of food in their environment. It has nothing to do with being alpha or trying to be cool. This is your own projection. And your attempted soy ops. <laughs> Everyone's liking the soy ops. The P in the front of it. Call of Duty soy ops. You got your vegan Call of Duty soy ops here, dude. The only person you're soy opping is yourself. 
I am just so alpha that I don't even kill my own prey. You know what is more alpha than chasing down and overpowering and killing your prey? Standing at a cash register, reaching in my wallet, grabbing my credit card, handing it to the cashier, and then purchasing my prepackaged prey, which I took no part in when it comes to actually killing them. Like, yo, I am the literal definition of an apex alpha predator. You already played that in the beginning too, dude. Your editing sucks. This video is 11 minutes and it should have been two and a half minutes. There's zero laughs in your parody. The only thing that's funny is how unaware you are of how cringy and pathetic you are. Look at this video of lions hunting next to another video of other fellow alphas at the grocery store just flexing their pure dominance. Oh my god, just look at the video on the left. This is the most apex- Yeah, it's like, this is- Whose argument is this? This is the stupidest straw man. You pick the dumbest straw man to take down. I've ever seen, and there is clearly no difference between the lion's behavior and the customer's behavior when it comes to predatory instincts and alpha-like traits. Like, look, we have the predator on the right just kind of like stalking their prey, getting ready to kill their prey, and then there's the alpha male in the grocery store just, just so, oh my god, like look at this domination. Look at this pure okay, use of just physical strength. I really just can't handle how much of a Let's complete purchase. This is just the okay, So he's like two and a half minutes of of this same bit. Okay, and then we'll go back to the shirt. Explain to us My the shirt God. again. Gummy bears are alpha. Alright, so the next part of the shirt reads, does not eat raw meat. So I'm actually so much of an alpha and apex predator that unlike actual predators, I can't stand the taste of raw meat. Again, let's just, we'll let you define predators, right? Do you know how many raw meat dishes there are that people prepare regularly? We eat raw meat all the time. Not because we want to be alpha or a predator, but because raw meat is really good. What do you call sushi, you dumb fuck? What about carpaccio? What about tartare? You never had a nice beef tartare? The fuck, dude? You're so dishonest. There's plenty of people that eat raw meat. I know, like like Joey Carvstrong says in, in in their little intro video there. No weird fish stuff belongs in your soy sushi. Do people eat raw meat all the time? Tartar, carpaccio, sushi. Loads of people eat raw meat. Even when I cook a steak. The middle of it's raw. I do it blue rare. You can eat meat raw. In fact, almost every part of a ruminant animal you can consume raw with zero preparation required. You can't say that about all the foods you eat, dude. Do you eat raw tofu? You eat raw soybeans? You eat raw corn? You eat raw wheat? You harvest that yourself? Look how quickly you're shown to be a hypocrite. Come debate me, dude. Come debate. It's a small channel. It's a bigger channel. It'll be fun. Come on for a debate. We could even do it. We could have a, we could have a fun one. We could do it on, uh, on Killstream. We'll try to get a uh, shout out to Ralph from Ralph Retort. Killstream emailed me after Jay told him, gotta get Tristan on. So um, come on for a debate. You could, we can do, we'll find two vegans because people really like the, the Jay-Tristan tag team combo. It's always fun. Uh, we get me, Jay, you and some other vegans. We can go on Killstream. We're just me and you. But, dude, your arguments suck. Your arguments freaking suck. I have to, in the most alpha fashion, take my prepackaged, pre-killed... Grim says, 
I eat raw peas and drink raw milk. Is that primal? I need someone else to tell me how to feel. Yeah, it's like, oh, if you don't do this, you're not a predator. If you don't do this, you're not cool. Dude, who cares? Nobody, we don't, this is the thing about people that don't do the vegan thing. We don't give a fuck about your rules about what we can and can't eat. We don't give a fuck about trying to seem cool because of our diet. We want to feel okay. We want to get through our day. (laughs) We want to be able to feed ourselves. Some of us want to be able to feed ourselves on our own land. And some of us are pretty dang successful at it and are enjoying it. So you're missing the point, man. Like, as usual. That's that's what veganism is all about, isn't it? Missing the point. Not by me, murder victim. Unpack them, put some oil on top of his skillet, and saute my prey while also seasoning them with plants. So the reason that I do this while... Uh, again, I season none of my meat with anything. Not, and if I'm eating carbs, I might not even add salt to some of my steaks. Just a little bit of salt on some of them. But you don't need any seasoning to make a ribeye taste delicious, dude. That's how you can tell that you've been vegan for too long, man. And any time being vegan is too long. <laughs> you don't need any seasonings to make a steak taste amazing. You need nothing to make a steak taste amazing. You don't even need to cook it. No other actual predators in nature do this isn't because I'm not an actual predator. It's because I'm just the most apex predator of them all. Look how absolutely alpha I look in this picture cooking up my prey. I cannot be stopped. So the next part of the shirt says shops at local grocery store. Now guys, I think this part is also very important. Unlike actual predators, instead of delving into a jungle or forest to hunt down my prey, I get in my extremely natural and alpha car, drive five minutes down to the street, and then just walk into a grocery store. I think this action takes much more predatory attributes than a predator stalking its prey. So look, we have footage here of me driving my car and steering my... So we got like four minutes of just this nonsense. Oh, you're not a real predator because you have a car. Are you a real herbivore, dude? You're not a real cow because you don't have four stomachs. Like We could all use these shitty arguments. It doesn't make them... It doesn't mean they work. Just because of food chain though. So the other day, I actually ended up murdering my neighbor's dog and eating them. And when I was prosecuted in court and, you know, the owner of the dog sued me and like, you know, try to get me prosecuted. I was in court. I got on all fours. I looked the judge in the eye. And when he asked me to defend myself, I said, food chain though. And the judge immediately was just like, innocent. It's a- There you go. So I got an idea, man. I got an idea that we're all murderers, right? And the judge would find us guilty of murder. Why don't you just turn us in? Right? Call Interpol. Call the cops on us murderers. Oh, the judge. You murdered uh, You murdered that chick. It's murder. <laughs> murder is when you kill unlawfully a human being. Butchering is what you do to a chicken. You can slaughter and butcher an animal to eat them. Unlawful killing of a human being is murder. Stepping on an ant is not murder. Abundantly clear that this judge was just another fellow apex predator. So the next synonym reads canines though. All right guys, this is something that I just don't understand vegans not understanding. Do you see how sharp my canines are? Mine are just so sharp. Like look at them next to the canines of an actual lion. Just look up. Oh, the teeth. The teeth. You don't have to. Do your teeth look like a cow's teeth? What are our teeth supposed to look like if our diet's made up of Beyond Burgers and Soylent Slop? How flat a lion's canines are compared to my teeth. It's insane. My teeth are honestly just the apex predator as well. God, I could just rip through anything with these. No, your teeth are perfectly capable 
of eating an entire animal without having to cook it. Your teeth can do that. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Your teeth can eat an animal. All right, guys, the last synonym on the shirt reads, clogged arteries are manly. So this might be my favorite part of the shirt because I mean, just how manly is it to restrict blood flow so much to the point where I actually can't get a heart on? Like what is more manly than inducing erectile? There you go. So you're going to, you're not going to have a boner. You can't even get a heart on. You should feel insecure because your pee is not going to work. Skateboarding teens Ooh. in Hawaii. Finally. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. I know, right? I've been thinking about skateboarding teens in Hawaii shirtless all day, all day. And finally somebody says it. Thank you, Dr. Gregor. Thank you, Deputy Dave. What's up, Deputy Dave? Sending $9.70 via the Streamlabs. Deputy Dave, that's the first person to stream. The first support we got in almost an hour. I don't even know why I'm still on the stream. I should be doing. I should be holding this stream hostage and saying we gotta stop unless you guys are gonna support. You get good days, you get bad days, but on the bad days, even Deputy Dave, even Deputy Dave comes through. Even on the even on the slow days, the bigots still come through and support. Deputy Dave, thank you, Arch Bigot. Deputy Dave sends nine dollars and seventy cents. Says I forgot to put my mask on this whole stream. Don't report me to the police. Um, I'm still reporting. Because I need social credits, all right? So I'm reporting you. Uh, it's for your own good, and it's for the greater good, and it's for the animals. So, yes, the police have been informed, and Interpol, Interpol has been informed. Uh, you can expect a SWAT team at your house any moment. But, hey, Deputy Dave, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. I just can't betray um, the solidarity of the mask. We only need to stand in solidarity. <laughs> thank you dysfunction by clogging my arteries you guys take note from deputy dave take and take note we need your support the streams need your support we don't have the million dollar donors we ain't got what the vegans got we don't even get support from youtube for building helping to build their stupid ass platform <laughs> send them social credits mandatory super chats mandatory stream labs stream labs are better support this if you enjoy these streams and we'll keep doing them we don't get support we'll go somewhere else is what it is. Imagine being a dumb vegan and thinking that it isn't alpha. You have stolen my bonus and my childhood. So, <sighs> again, again, you're trying. This is a parody, and you think you're funny, but all you're doing is showing just how disconnected you are from reality. If you don't go vegan, you pee pee not gonna work. You feel insecure. You're not a real man. You're not a real man. This whole video is just you projecting. Your ideas on what it is to fail at being a real man. What's up with this? Why is, why is this whole video just projections from you? This is supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be parody. Nothing, there's not, nothing even funny in here, dude. Nothing even funny in this shit. Only thing that was funny is the close-up on your face and seeing the spit all over your weird vegan lips. That's the only thing that was funny. The close-up on your spittle-filled, twisted mouth. ...and predatory for me to purchase online or in-store pre-packaged prey, which I didn't kill myself, which also increases the likelihood of me getting erectile dysfunction. How is erectile dysfunction and not killing your own prey not alpha or manly? Vegans have to be the most illogical and delusional people on this planet. When a male gets erectile dysfunction through restricted blood flow via plaque buildup in the arteries, they are in the most alpha state possible. Yeah, so if you eat a steak, 
you're not going to be able to get a boner. So everybody that eats meat, you're going to have erectile dysfunction if you're not vegan. So that means the 99% of the people in this world, right? And all of your previous ancestors, all your forefathers, your mothers, your grandfathers, your grandmothers, your grandpappy going back five generations, they were all eating meat. But somehow they miraculously were able to procreate and be fertile. And so why are you so concerned with fertility, dude? Aren't you a single, aren't you like a single guy who doesn't have children? Aren't you a childless, wandering, single vegan? <laughs> like, what, what does it matter to you? What does it matter to you? That's just a play thing down below to you anyways. You're not building families with it. <laughs> You're just tearing down the families. You're just tearing down families and bringing these young children into your stupid little cult. That's going to teach them that everything that their parents taught them on how to feed themselves, nurture themselves... Is bad and wrong. Yeah, but you're you're so alpha, right? The the non vegans they're so beta and lame. Their peepees don't even work. But you're alpha. Your peepee work. You real big, good, big, big man. The big daddy. We get it. You know what is also alpha? Being victim of our number one killer in the world, heart disease. Bugging my art. And guess what's the number one killer of vegans? Heart disease. And increasing my. Number one killer of vegans, heart disease. Some of the side effects of low cholesterol include irritability, increased proclivity towards risk-seeking behavior, violence and depression and even suicide. And violent crime. You're not putting that in your cute little parody, are you? It's just like Deputy Dave in the chat. Your BP no worky. You're not a man. Your pee-pee don't work. You don't have pee-pee. You don't have pee-pee. And you stupid. Non-vegan stupid. That pee-pee no worky. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your parody. Vegan comedy. You guys. 2020, everybody. Vegan comedy. <laughs> Somebody give this guy $1.5... was it? $1.94 million per year budget for this activism. <laughs> Chances of atherosclerotic <laughs> cardiovascular disease is just so alpha. Vegans having a lower incidence of heart disease than meat eaters is just indicative of their beta properties. Vegans are just so beta and myself with my gummy bears, my credit card, my car, my heart disease, my erectile dysfunction and all these things just make me the most alpha mother on this planet. I cannot be stopped. All right guys, that is the end of the video. I really just don't understand how vegans don't understand this basic fact. So once again, I really hope that this shirt really can help define the word predator. Hey, why don't you read it to us and explain us how funny it is one more time, funny yay. For them and help them understand what a true predator looks like. I am that true predator. I am basically a lion. I can run really fast. I can, you know, just digest meat in a way that doesn't cause me to get heart disease. Here comes the pee-pee joke, I'm sure. I'm just such an alpha male. The next time I'm with a girl and I can't get a heart on because it's- There you go. Oh, let's play on your insecurities. Your, your pee-pee's not gonna work. If you if you trick a chick and let you put your worm in her, your little stinky worm's not gonna work. Unless you go vegan, then you're cool for the animals. Then bang it out for the animals, right? Go have, go, go be promiscuous for the animals. Vegan, alpha. Not vegan, so lame, wanna be alpha. Yeah, okay.
plaque buildup in my arteries. I'm just gonna tell the girl like, listen, I'm just an alpha. Like this is just the symptom of being an alpha. Like this is just a sign that I'm the most alpha being on this planet. So deal with it, right? So hopefully this shirt can help vegans understand, you know, what a real alpha is. Remember guys, the link is in the description below if you wanna support me and buy this shirt. Also, if you hating work and want to support me on Patreon. Right. So I think you might have gained a few patrons, you might have sold a few shirts. I, I know I know I uh I'm gonna be recommending that people buy that shirt. I know I'll be sending my my friends and family who want to learn about veganism. I know I'm going to be sending them here and uh, they can learn about veganism and, and the vegan sense of humor because you're just, you're freaking hilarious. Uh, Link is in the description below. Vegan logic. Thanks again for watching guys and I'll see you in the next video. Alright. Lifting Vegan Logic. The Soy Prince of Persia. Dropping it like it's hot. What do you guys think? Lifting vegan logic on a scale of 1 to 69. How funny is he? Gladius Celestia. Why vegans look so depressed, hysterical, vapid, soulless? Uh, vegan phobic chat. What's up, dude? Says you know, you know your joke is funny when you have to explain it. Yeah, you know your t-shirt is hilarious when you get to spend 10 minutes of a video explaining why it's hilarious. <laughs> Lifting vegan logic. Lifting vegan logic. He needs more subs. He needs more subs, guys. Show some love to Lifting Vegans Vegan are Logic. We even watched. We watched. We've seen two of his videos now. Two and a half. We watched some of the other videos. Lifting vegan logic. So thank you so much. We uh, we appreciate. It. Here's his shirt. His predator shirt. Twenty two. Dollars, you can definitely get that in. You can get that in a size extra, extra skinny <laughs> for your vegan friends. I'm coming here to chat. What's up, Carnivore Alliance, Sarah Moon, Boss Man, Tristan Kent. This guy's an unintentional comedy genius. I mean, if you just watch it with no, I don't know, these people. These people's hilarity seems to know no ends. It knows no bounds. All right, guys, what else is going on? We got some more streams coming up this week. We got some fun streams. We're going to have Tommy Kelly back on. We're going to talk a little bit about... We're going to rip in a little bit deeper into the fissure that's happening in this uh, fake-ass, fake grassroots vegan movement. We're going to look more at the funding, the funding mechanisms, the shadiness of these vegan activists. Hey, kiddo, how was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at iconpass.com.